Hey, pardon my take, listeners. You can find every episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. For us, golf is simple. It's a chance to get out and have some fun with our friends. But inevitably, little things have a way of ruining it. The group ahead is taking forever. You can't find the fairway with a map. And the Bev cart is nowhere to be found. And the best way to make a bad day better is Fireball Whiskey. You get their nips, the little shooters. They are great. Makes a bad day way, way, way better. Make sure to grab the new Fireball Birdie Shot Club. It's literally a golf club filled with Fireball nips. Put it in your bag. It'll fit right in that side pocket. Drink Fireball nips and have a great time on the golf course. On today's part of my take, week nine, we got football, 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 and more football. It is our Monday football-only show. We're going to recap everything. We're going to talk a little uh, Browns dumpster fire, Bears dumpster fire. We actually have a lot of Dun Chains, I think, this week. I think this was the Dun Chain week. So we got a lot of Dun Chains. We got some MMA. We're going to talk a little uh, who's back, football guy of the week. We got a packed show for you, and it's all brought to you by... Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost my turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. Okay, let's go. Welcome to Part of My Take, presented by the Cash App. It is Bad Beats Monday, so tweet your Bad Beats, hashtag Bad Beats Monday to the Cash App and my app, Pardon My Take, and they will hook some AWLs up. Today is Monday, November 4th, week 9. What? We start in foggy London town where Jacksonville meets Houston at Wembley Stadium. The Jaguars Sherlock home away from home. Deshaun Elementary, my dear Watson, was racking up the Scotland Yards on the ground and through the air. And Texans linebacker Brennan Scarlet Letter put a giant C on Leonard Fournette's chest for cucked. Anyone could be a gardener if they got a two-foot-long hose. Speaking of oversized hoses, Tej. Nick Foles is expected to be back week 11 after the bye. That's a totally unrelated fact. Texas 26, Jaguar 3. Whoop, whoop. Totally good. Out in western New York, where the Redskins game plan was to help their rookie QB, Dwayne, just hold on to the rock, Haskins. Devin Samurai Mike Singletary was slashing the Redskins defense all afternoon as Josh Ray Allen was getting there, switching back and forth between the run and the pass. Bill Tom Callahan said... I can get a good look at a terrible franchise by sticking my head up Dan Snyder's ass, but I'd rather take Bruce Allen's word for it. Hey, Tage. Yeah, boom. No No one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. 
in Kansas City where Tyreek One Tree Hill gave Damian Williams a Sophia Bush push into the end zone on a long score. Kirk Cousins continues to feel most comfortable playing at home in his mom's basement like your typical millennial quarterback. Okay, Boomer. Huh? That's what the kids are saying, Boomer. Okay, Boomer. So I'm back? Boomer's back? The Schwab is back, 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 back? And it feels like the crowd is saying, give me, give me more. Give me, give me Matt more. Yeah, that's right, Teach. Brittany's back too, bitch. Chiefs 26, Vikings 23. Flipper, flipper, it's hyper-intelligent. They feel joy and depression. Sometimes they commit suicide. One time a dolphin was in a sexual relationship with a trainer. When the trainer was caught, the dolphin killed itself. Flipper, 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 communicates with sonar. The military also uses sonar, except they use it real loud. 235 decibels of sonar. When it hits a dolphin, the dolphin's brain turns into mush. Dolphin 26. Jets 18. In the Steel City, where Jacoby Brisket's knee needs a dry rubdown because his knee is cooked, Brian Georgetown Hoyer backs up the Ewing theory yet again, as not only are the Colts better without Andrew Luck, but they're better without Jacoby Brissett, even though that's not true. The line worked way too well for your swam to pass up. Minka, oh, 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 Fitzpatrick, you know. Why did Miami let me go as a second-year player? Good, go, oh, the... Way scored a 96-yard pick six, and in the words of my good friend the sheriff, Peyton Manning, he missed it, as so often happens when the Steelers play the Colts. The game was decided on a last-second kick. Sorry, Colts fan, the idiot kicker Mike Vanderjack isn't getting luckered up and walking through that door. Steelers 26, Colts 23. Standing on a corner, Jameis Winston, Tampa, Florida, such a fine sight to see. It's a fumble, my lord, and our jaws are on the floor, staring at that tiny hand, it's empty. Bruce won't sit back, he's tired of his act. He's never seen that before, Jameis did a self-strip sack. Seahawks 40, Bucks 34, in Carolina where Ryan Raisin Branahill made the Titans look very regular and kind of shitty, and the Panthers' offense continued to play well, making it more and more difficult for Ron Rivera to picture himself switching back and forth between Cam Newton and Kyle Ray Allen. Sister Christian McCaffrey was motoring his way to three touchdowns as a Panthers running back. Running game took flight, and DJ S'more was a sweet piece of chocolate to McCaffrey's cracker. You mean Mike Mayock, boom? Yes, the sweet piece of chocolate to McCaffrey's Mike Mayock. The Panthers get back in the wind column. 30 to 20. Fumble! Whop! Some bread. Whop! In San Diego, where the unstoppable force makes the immovable object, as Philip Rivers' no-nut November made Aaron Rodgers quit no-shave November on the very first day. Melvin Gordon Hayward made sure that daddy's always happy, scoring two touchdowns for his prolific quarterback. Fall is here, and Mike Williams-Sonoma gobbled up the yak-yak-yak-yak-yak, accentuating the Chargers' fall aesthetic and two-game win streak. Carmelo Anthony Lynn knows it's hoodie season, folks, and was wet from three, 
calling for five field goals and a win. The San Diego Superchargers, 26. The Green Bay Packers, 11. We finish in Mile High where the Broncos quarterback of the future, Brandon Ray Allen, wanted to la 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 lick you from your head to your toes, switching back between his tongue and his penis as he throws a... I want to throw a no, 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 a fat TD. Bozo Del Beckham was wearing clown shoes as the Browns season continues to be a circus. And it looks like Freddy Kittens is actually a big pussycat as the Browns are running out of lives quickly. Broncos 24, the Browns 19. All right, week nine. I'm not going to say What was that song? What song? Say it. What song? Which song are we talking about, Hank? No, 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 no. I want to l- l- lick you from your head to your toes. Ludicrous. Luda. Luda. Uh-oh. Spaghetti-o. All right. Week nine. In the books. We got Cowboys are playing on Monday night. Whatever. Again. So, as always, we should start from Sunday night, and then we'll go back to the 930 game, which I have a take on that I want to hear what you have to say to it. But let's start with the Sunday night game. Lamar Jackson... Woo! Sheesh. The New England Patriots are no longer undefeated. The 49ers are your lone undefeated team. Turnover luck didn't work their way. Mm-mm. That's uh, uh, football's version of Babbitt is yep. the turnover luck. Uh, I'm so sick of Babbitt. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the, the Collinsworth. It was shades of when Chip Kelly revolutionized offense in the first half in that Monday night game. Collinsworth, while very excited, maybe a little over his skis when he said in five years we will look back at this night and remember what Lamar Jackson just did to the NFL. Yeah. He did that when they were up 17 nothing. Now, they did win, and they were impressive all night, but maybe a little ahead of yeah. ourselves. We're, we were about 30 seconds away from getting an Amazon Web Services on how quickly Chris's dick filled up with blood every time Lamar Jackson ran for an eight-yard gain. He was pumped. But, but I will say this. Is the playbook out? on how to beat the New England Patriots. Because by my estimation, all you really need is a transcendental quarterback. Mm-hmm. You need transcendental, transcendental tra- quarterback, okay. a generational talent at quarterback. Yep. You need uh, Ed Reed entering the Ring of Honor at halftime. Which was awesome. And you need a sweet set of stro- strobe lights in the sa- stadium every time they score a touchdown. I'm so sick of strobe lights. They hit those too fast. I Listen, the fireworks are awesome. The strobe lights too much. And every stadium's doing it now. Yeah, well, they're copying the college game, much like the it's, Ravens' it's, offense is copying a yes. college offense. Now, they are unstoppable on offense when Lamar Jackson is able to run the ball like that. The whole team, the, 210 the, yards rushing. The only problem is Lamar is going to get hurt at some point. Well, I, Every time he gets hit, I'm like, uh, is this the time? Uh, you're going to get Ravens fans mad at you for that. So. I mean, I hope that he does No, 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 I know. But Eventually, they, he will. No, Ravens fans will say, well, he doesn't run like every other running quarterback ever. He, is, he doesn't get hit. He so. is probably, you know, a, the top. he's in the top three of all running quarterbacks ever in terms of, like, how smooth he runs, how deceptive he runs. He's very good, and he is good at avoiding hits. He's phenomenal. But just if you look at if you look at the history of the NFL, eventually he's going to get tagged. Yeah, this is the, I made this point a few weeks ago, and then I got Ravens fans up my ass. Well, that's because you were also calling them frauds. Well, I, and I, I, I fixed that two weeks ago. They were no longer frauds after the Seahawks game. I told you, I laid it out. If they beat the Seahawks, if they beat the Patriots, just had to beat one of the two, they would no longer be frauds. Mm-hmm. They beat both of them and now look like serious, serious contenders. And Chris Collinsworth, by the way, also just ruined Lamar Jackson because he told his tell. He said that if he wipes his yeah. towel, he's throwing a pass. And if he doesn't, he's running the ball. 
this is all just totally nonsense that no one cares about. We all just want to hear our great producer and great friend, his spin zone. Hank, the floor is yours. No spin zone. I mean, the Patriots lost. Historic defense, though? I've I've talked many times on the show about how they've been on the receiving end of their turnover luck. You have, Unfortunately, yeah. You've been consistent yep, on that. went against them tonight, but that happens in the NFL. I'll be excited to play the Ravens again in the playoffs. Uh-huh. Were the were the game. boogeymen seeing ghosts? The Patriots. They looked the like Patriots they were tackling them. themselves. The Patriots fucked themselves. They too many penalties, too many turnovers, turnovers. Couple bounces go mm-hmm. their way, and they yeah, win the bounces. That game. It's the bounces that didn't I don't. Go their I way. think the Ravens played a good game. I think Lamar Jackson's very good, but I think the Patriots beat themselves more than the Ravens. Do you think there's the an Patriots. element? Oh, of they beat the, themselves. Yes. They beat themselves by having. The most uh, uh, electric dual threat fumble quarterback for a playing against them. so still undefeated then because they ha- yeah. they haven't lost to an opponent. Well, well, they're five hundred against the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Hank, my next question is um, eighteen to one. I've said it on the show from the beginning of the do year. You, do you th- I have? Do you think there was? Uh, do you think there was an element of Bill Belichick maybe trying not to show everything, knowing that it's just a regular season game, like you said on Friday? That was your pre-spin zone. Yeah, that Did was my see that? season. Yeah. No, 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 Belichick was pretty mad. I mean, it was a beautiful game where the Patriots had enough fuck-ups where Belichick was going to light into them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's good. All their mistakes. Well, it's actually well, I'll agree with you on that. They, yes. I think they have a bye week, and then they're playing the Eagles. They're going to they're gonna kill the Eagles. Uh-huh. They now, will. How long is it going to take for somebody to get the word to Belichick that Lamar Jackson was doing that thing with his towel? Because I don't think Belichick watches the broadcast of the game. Well, they probably have somebody in the stands that is tuned in and then radios down to them telling them what's going on. But if that's not the case, I think that'll probably take a couple days for somebody who's not just watching the film to get Belichick's ear and be like, hey, he does this thing with the towel. But you guys would admit that the Patriots, like, they didn't, they weren't noticeably out of that game. They could have won. They lost by three touchdowns. They were down the whole right? game. I mean, the Edelman fumble was definitely the difference. That was when it kind of tilted there. I they were they were definitely coming back there. But then you could say the same thing for the Ravens fumble on the on the punt that brought the Patriots back when they were down seventeen nothing. My my biggest takeaway, Hank, is like if you're a Patriots fan, this team is obviously still good. This team is obviously still going to be uh, the one or the two seed. I would put my money on the one, but the Ravens if the Ravens just keep playing well. They would now have the tiebreaker if they end up with both two losses. But is there a little element of you being worried that this was the first real test after playing pretty much no one and they failed? No. Okay. It's a good test. I, I And guess what? I kind of agree with you because I think what will happen is everyone will you overreact. Face, yeah. Everyone will overreact because that's always a way to get a ton of news is to be like, look at the Patriots. They sucked on their first big test. Bill Belichick's still going to – I mean, he's pretty much going to fix everything. It actually, I mean, in a weird way, like if you're a Ravens fan, are you even happy that you, sh- like, show no. him stuff? It's I, like the Chargers game last year yeah. when the Ravens beat the Chargers in San Diego, and then uh, they play in the playoff game, and the Chargers had everything that they needed to beat Lamar. Hank, I think that if I were you, I would just go with the, the spin zone that if this game were played in New England, the Patriots would have won. There was a lot of Ring of Honor magic between Ed Reed – and Ray Lewis in the building. That was, by the also, way, the Ravens should have held on to that for like a yes, bigger game. They should like, have wait for saved that for the game. playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Ed Reed is starting to piss me off a little bit, and I love Ed Reed, but he makes me mad because no matter what he does, he looks cool doing it, and it's yeah. not fair. Yeah, he is. A cool if, guy. He, if he's smoking a cigar, if he's just like dancing on the sidelines, if he's just walking through a tunnel, it doesn't matter. If he's sitting behind a desk next to like Rich Eisen or whatever, Ed Reed always looks sweet as hell. It's his beard. It's his and he's beard. got that beautiful salt and pepper. Yeah, I would never dye my hair. Um, so Hank, full final thoughts on the game. Moving on, 
Good game, tough loss. Excited to play him in the playoffs. There you go. I have noticed that Stephen Belichick is getting a shitload more FaceTime on the cameras this I year. I think he's calling plays. What's going on with that? He's allegedly calling plays. There's reports coming out of New England that he is actually the defensive play caller and not Mayo. Because uh-huh. him and Mayo are so close. Mm. Okay. So Mayo and Bielema's gave it, gave out there. Him, Every yeah. time Brett Bielema, I see him on the sideline, I just chuckle a little. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing. Um, all right, he's like mimicking everyone else to try to try to get in the good graces of Bill Belichick. Uh, uh, you know who's really, really good, though, on the Ravens side is Greg Roman, their yes. offensive coordinator. Yes. He is really good. He was the coordinator for Kaepernick back in San Francisco when he had those like Ooh. two electric years back-to-back. Should the Ravens is, sign Kaepernick? They probably, well, they've got RG3. That would be something if they had mm. like they collect- still have RG3 still on the team. I think so. I'm not going to fact-check that, but, yeah, he definitely is. Seems and like and the cool be. thing about Greg Roman is he installs these offenses that are kind of college-like and like very very flashy but he looks like Rex Ryan's lawyer is the right. best way to put it. He's got that mullet going. He's got the gray hair uh and then he he brought out his own chain at the end of the game. He had this chain that was tucked in that he brought out. And this is like this is my victory chain afterwards. I like that. I like that. Chains are back. Okay, let's get into the rest of the games. We'll start with the London game, Texans Jaguars. So, I think I'm officially off the early London game. I hate it. I'm over. I'm over it. It I, always it, stinks and it always feels like it's almost a burden and I love football so much but it is doesn't it feel like a burden it's like Sunday morning you need to get your wits about you and then you're sitting there watching a shitty game that you don't really want to watch and if they had just stuffed it into the the regular slate it would feel a lot more normal but man I don't know something about it I just just put it in the one o'clock they need to do it once a year yeah it's great to have once a year as something new to spice things up a new position to try once in a while with your NFL if you get tired of the same old, same old, I kind I tend to agree with you. Mo- Sunday morning is when you wake up, and if there are any chores that you have to do around oblos. the house, if there's some oblos you got to do, you yep. got to take the dog. I there was no window virtually for me to let Leroy out. No. Leroy had to wait until afternoon today to go outside, and he didn't care because he was sleeping the whole time. Uh, but yeah, it was. Um, it it is getting to be a handful, and I don't mind sacrificing my Sundays for the Who NFL. Who are you guys? No, I know. I, no, I'm, no, telling, Hank, I'm being honest. Hank, I'm being an honest person. Hank, I realized this this morning. I love it. I love it once a year. When it gets to the third, here's the thing: if you're going to have the Jaguars play in their annual London game, it should be the first one. They should kick off London NFL season it's, with the Jaguars. It's also the I, this game sucked. That was part of it. It sucked. So I, I was watching it and being like, why am I watching this? This game is terrible, but I wish it would just be sandwiched in with all the other ones because then it doesn't feel as terrible. When you have standalone games that suck, they really kind of ruin your mood, especially when you lose a bet too and you start the day off 0-1 and you're like, fuck, this sucks. Like Now i got to dig out of a hole. But I, I'm just being honest, Hank. I think people enjoy our honesty. If I were to, to be dishonest, I'd be like, I love football at all hours. I I prefer not to have the the London game start at nine thirty anymore. I would I would absolutely rather have the London game be played on either a Saturday, yes, or a not, Tuesday night. Maybe not a Saturday because college football is wall to wall. But maybe Saturday is when we get later in the season. But then there'll be travel things. I just I need my Sunday mornings to get my mind right. I take a walk. I I listen to Nora Jones. I get. I let my mind chill for a minute. You let the wind run through your hair a little bit. And then yeah. I was just watching Gardner Minshew suck. So yeah. that's the big well, story credit, coming out of this. Credit by the to way. Gardner Minshew for making an easier decision for Doug Marone. He's such a team player. He's I like, would, I'm going to end the game on three consecutive turnovers. 
So that that's the last thing Marone saw, and he yes. gets to just say, I'm going back to Nick Foles. So he had four turnovers total. Nick Foles is supposed to be back week 11. I think this is a no-brainer. You have to start Nick Foles. And that's not saying Gardner Minshew isn't a quarterback in the NFL going forward, but you have money invested in Nick Foles. You're four and five, and we'll get to this later because the AFC uh, playoff picture, there are a bunch of teams still alive, and the Jags are one of them. And I think Gardner Minshew... Like made it so good. We we've said this all all season long with Gardner Minshew. Basically, you hope he either plays so well that it's an easy no doubter, or he shits the bed right before Nick Foles came back. And guess what? He shit the bed right before Nick Foles came back. So if you're Doug Marone, you have to start Nick Foles. I think I think he will. If I were Doug Marone, I would. It would be a a tough decision though. No, I don't think Be- it is because of the money aspect no. that we were talking about. No, here's why it's not a tough decision in my mind because you basically had Gardner Minshew look good for a while. So if you go to Nick Foles, Gardner Minshew is still a commodity that you could trade potentially or make him the starting quarterback for the Jags next year. Nick Foles needs to come back, look good, and then you can trade either or. So you can then make the pick. If Nick Foles doesn't come back and look good, if you sit him, it's going to be really hard to go to move on from him. And now you have, I think it's $33 million in dead cap space next year to Nick Foles. So you basically have to get, you have to like raise both of their stocks yeah. simultaneously and benching Gardner Minshew right now would actually raise his stock. Cause he was that bad. I'm just going to miss Gardner Minshew. No, I, it's just that I, I would rather an NFL that has Gardner Minshew starting on He'll Sunday than one that doesn't. Um, but I, I can see your point because if you are still trying to make the playoffs, you could probably say that Nick Foles might give you, Yes. Your best hope to make the playoffs this year. And they have a schedule. They do. They, that, could, they could win out. They have uh, at Colts, at Titans, Bucks, Chargers, Raiders, Falcons, Colts. So there's wins there. Yes. they And they're 4-5 and five right now. They I think 9-7 and seven will get you in that sixth spot in the AFC. It's going to be a lot of teams. Right. But Nick Foles is the guy you need to have go do that. Now on the other side of the ball, you had a quarterback, Deshaun Watson, that is playing as good as, as anyone in the NFL right now. Um, I have a bone to pick with him, though. Yeah. He said after the game he credited Popeye's new chicken sandwich, Ooh. the return of the chicken sandwich, for helping him play better. So, but here's the thing. It wasn't back until today. So either, one, Deshaun Watson is a liar. No. Or, two, he's been hoarding chicken sandwiches, which is even worse because he hasn't been sharing those with other Houston athletes like Justin Verlander who need them. No, I think what he's saying is it's his victory sandwich, so he wasn't going to eat one unless they won. Oh, he was saying that that was his motivation. That was going to be his the first dangling meal on a back. Stick. Yeah, when he got back, that was going to be the first meal he eats. So okay. that makes sense. That would make more sense. Is the Texans' defense better without J.J. Watt? People are asking. I'm not Gave necessarily asking, points. but I've heard more turnovers. Earlier. They had more. They they forced more turnovers than points given up. Hmm. 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 Yeah. Uh, also, JJ, you can talk about your team winning. Yeah, so he was on Twitter, and he was like, I don't know what the rules are telling me that I am and am not allowed to say right now, but I would rather have nine cups of coffee than three cups of coffee. That's when they were up nine to three. It's, and so JJ was like talking about gambling. I th- yeah, I think he was confused. Of, that, like, you I, cannot bet on your team, but you can talk about your team winning. Yes, I think JJ yes. was probably under the influence of some post-surgery pain medications, and JJ, it's kind of a bad influence to be tweeting while under the influence, bro. Get better soon, JJ. Um, all right, next up, we got Redskins, Bills. Oh, you had one more thing? I'm, I, should we put a Dunn chain on the Jaguars yet? No, we just talked about okay. how they have a winnable okay. schedule. Okay, Yeah, yeah. Okay. no, and Nick Foles is going to come back. They have a bye week. They are not done. Okay. They can absolutely still get back into it. Uh, Redskins, Bills. So, um, Dwayne Haskins, 
Not horrible. He didn't turn the ball over. Yeah, he almost did. Though. It was a wind. He's... No, no. Listen, we got to say this about when you're playing in Buffalo. It was a windy, windy day, and having no turnovers against the wind is very, very impressive. He did. Um, he he had one one time where he almost dropped the ball. Basically, no one was even near him, and he fumbled the ball in his own hands, and then recovered it, and then started high stepping. Like kind of kind of like when your dog eats the trash and it's like, what, that wasn't me. Mm-hmm. Trying to like maybe maybe get something else going on. Like let's let's talk about something else. Let's talk about the high step, not the fact that I can't even hold on to the ball when no one's near me. I thought I thought it was more like when you trip accidentally and then you start jogging afterwards to pretend that you didn't trip. Yes. He was just like, No, I'm just it's like I'm uh playing basketball. I'm doing a little skip to my loo out here. It was Jameis esque. Yeah. Jameis esque, but it, his hands are big enough to recover from that. I've got a couple fun stats about yeah. the Redskins. I know it. I know which one you're going to say. Uh, so they had nine points today. Yep. They've had three touchdowns in their last 24 quarters of football. Mm-hmm. Uh, in addition to that, over their last six games, they have only scored one touchdown against a team that's not the Dolphins. Yeah, they haven't scored a touchdown in 13 quarters. Mm-hmm. They haven't scored a touchdown in three straight weeks. Um, and they, I'm addicted. To, I have a new addiction on Twitter, and we'll get to it with the Jets game too. I'm addicted to terrible teams tweeting out when they score field goals down by a lot. Mm-hmm. It's so awesome. The Redskins were smart enough to only do it once on Sunday, so they had three field goals. They only did it for the second field goal when I think it was 17-6. But the replies to field goals when a team is down and terrible and hasn't scored a touchdown in three weeks, they're just they're basically – it's roast me. It's I, going yeah. on roast me. Like, hey, everyone, come show up. And roast the fuck out of me. I think for the Redskins, they're such a poorly run organization that their kicker probably is the one that runs their social media. So he has to get his flex off. They're getting wise to something. it, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, three field goals, which is better than zero field goals against the Niners. But um, they they didn't score a touchdown again. This time they didn't cover, though, uh, while not scoring a touchdown. Correct. So you could say that it's trending in a bad direction. Counterpoint is uh, Callahan's running the ball. Yeah, Adrian Peterson, there's no one who has benefited more from a coach change than Adrian Peterson because Bill Callahan's like, hey, let's just run it with AP. Mm-hmm. He had a 2012-esque AP game where he had over 100 yards rushing in the first half and was just running all over everyone. So he's going to get like four more contracts just from the fact that Bill Callahan's a coach. I, I don't know. The thing, he it, needs them. It, it's, yeah. yeah, he does. He the, does. The, the thing is, so, it's so pointless for the Redskins to be running Adrian Peterson because they're not going to re-sign him. Someone else is going to re-sign him after this. They've got young running backs. I don't, that don't even bring know if up. anyone would. Yeah, so. somebody might. But why but is it pointless it, then? Because it doesn't make sense to be just like hammering Adrian Peters. It's not good for him. It's like a, a 95-year-old winning the lottery. But are you saving him for anything? Not really. So you're saying the Redskins aren't doing – the Redskins are not being morally correct here by basically running Adrian Peterson in the ground, and, you, and that's weird. How? They should make a switch. From, from Adrian Peterson. Yeah, I mean, I don't see... I the, the, Of course they're running him into the ground. Yeah. And you know what? I think that's what Adrian Peterson wants. He does. That's, he wants to play football. He wants to play football until he can't physically run anymore. I'm just saying you might want to give the ball to a different player in the team. Somebody that... No, might, might stick around. No, for the Bill Callahan is running an offense. Them. You know what? He from should, 88 years ago, you know what? the last time or the, that's that's a, as long as the Redskins have been around is 88 years, and they've never had three straight weeks without scoring a touchdown. He should just embrace this and just run the single wing. Yeah. Just say fuck it. Why not? Um, shout out to Devin Singletary because he's a dude for the uh, Bills. Motor is his nickname. Also 5'7", so he's one of our new, like... Short kings. Qu- yeah, short king running backs 
Um, he's taken the reins from Frank Gore officially, and he was awesome. Yeah, he was really good. Josh, and good job by the Bills. You you needed a comeback game where uh, you beat a really bad team soundly, and they did that. Mm-hmm. I think that I mean the Bills' defense is still really, really, really yeah, good. Although they again, like it's it happened last week with the Eagles when Miles Sanders is running all over them. Adrian Peterson was there was a few times where he was just like running wide open, and no one was tackling him. So I think the Bills' defense is good. But I'd have concerns. Good, really good defenses don't give up like forty-yard runs. Mm-hmm. They just don't. So I think that's a little bit of a difference. Still, I think I think the Bills are they're going to be that team that will be solidified in the wild card spot in like three weeks. I think. Yeah. Uh, all right, Barstool Gold, BarstoolGold.com/slash/PMT. You can watch us right now, BarstoolGold.com/slash/PMT. Next up, we have the Vikings and the Chiefs. This was the classic backup team win where everyone on the Chiefs, if you read their quotes after, they're like, this was just a good old-fashioned team win. Mm-hmm. And you need one of these when Mahomes is out again and the the Chiefs had lost three in a row at home. So losing four in a row would have been really, really bad. And guess what? You had Kirk Cousins, the uh, stat stuffer, show up and had throw three touchdowns. But if you watch this game, he fucking stinks. Yeah. Here's a little Again. here's a little fun stat from Evan Kaplan. Kirk Cousins when trailing in the fourth quarter as a Vikings quarterback, loss at Chiefs, loss at Bears, loss at Packers, loss versus Bears, loss at Seahawks, loss at Patriots, loss at Bears, loss versus Saints, loss at Rams, loss versus Bills, and then he tied the Packers once. So he's oh ten and one. That's a little crown jewel for Kirk Cousins. And, and you know what's really spectacular is the Chiefs won this game on daylight savings times day when Andy Reid had an extra hour of clock to mismanage. That's true. Which is like playing J.R. Smith on, on 420. This is like Andy Reid's kryptonite, and uh, they managed to pull it off. We we do not – Kirk Cousins, he had the ball. I think he actually – if you had to ask yourself, starting quarterbacks, who is the guy that you would least want to have the ball in the fourth quarter to bring a team back to win? I actually think it's Kirk Cousins. Mm. And I know people are probably listening to this right now. They're like, dude, you root for Mitch Trubisky. I actually think Mitch Trubisky would be better in the two-minute offense than Kirk Cousins. Well, he put he, up some the stats. Only, in this, yeah. It's the only time he actually is good is when they're down trying to come back. Kirk Cousins, he had the ball twice at the end of the game, three and out, three and out. And yeah. not even close. And he also had one of the most hilarious Kirk Cousins plays where he slid with no one around him on a third and six, two yards short. Mm-hmm. Like, no one was going to touch him. And he slid two yards short of the first down and had to punt. That should be that should count as an interception. I mean, that's Kirk Cousins for you. There's a reason why he's gotten, what, the franchise tag twice, and then he got $90 million guaranteed. He knows how to protect himself. He's, I'll put it this way. He is in no danger of uh, having the Lamar Jackson tag put on him no. as like a quarterback that will be injured at some point. Uh, Andy Reid deserves more credit for being one of the best coaches in the NFL. Probably NFL history. I hope he wins the Super Bowl at some point because... This is the uh, 11th season where he's won a game with multiple quarterbacks. He made Matt Moore look good. Mm-hmm. Like this is what this is a classic case of coaching Matt matters because you have a guy Matt Moore who has not played. He started five games since 2011. He retired last year. He yeah. was gone. He yeah. wasn't in the NFL, and he was on the Dolphins before that and terrible. And he looks halfway decent with Andy Reid as his coach. He's not. He's not incredible. After the, after the touchdown to Tyree Kill, there was a lot of tweets being like, Patrick Mahomes, system QB. System Patrick QB. Mahomes. Skip Bayless. That's, that's when you know you're doing good enough to... The system works. Yep. Yeah. Skip the system ba- works. I think Skip Bayless said, uh, he did the old, I'm not going to say it, but 
Matt, this offense looks better with Matt Moore than it did with Patrick Mahomes. Oh. And then uh, he didn't say it, though. He didn't, say, he didn't it, say it, though. Uh, and then Patrick Mahomes came sprinting out at the end of the game. To, it looked like he was going to give a chest bump to Harrison Bucker. Yeah. And Bucker pulled up at the last second, which is probably pretty smart for him to do. By the way, we don't laugh enough about the fact that the guy's name is Harrison Bucker. Harrison There's Bucker. a kicker named Bucker. Mm-hmm. And he's good. Yep. It's ridiculous. Also, Bucker. not not only Andy Reid's offense, but having Tyreek Hill helps out a lot. Yep. Because I've, I haven't seen a small guy play that big in a long, long time. It's like uh, Santana Moss back in the day. That was a real nice cliche right there. Small guy plays real good. <laughs> he plays big. He plays big. He does play <laughs> he big. He plays a lot bigger than his size. He does. I actually don't think so. I think it's the opposite. I think he's so fast. He doesn't play big. He's no, just no, so no. fast. No, it's both. He does play big because he times his jumps just perfectly. He's really good the last like step or two when the ball's about to land and like a, a cornerback's jumping up for it, he'll take a little cut to the inside and step in front of him and grab it. It's incredible watching him Did run. you think it was fucked up, him showing up his fellow no, receiver like I that? No, I think it was I, awesome. I think it was fucked up. It was a up, running back, it was his but running I, back. I think it was awesome. He outran his running back to the end zone despite spotting him about a 10-yard head start. And earlier in the week, I think it was Michael Hardman was saying that he's faster than I actually, Tyreek Hill. And so Tyreek was like, I'm going to show off, put something on tape for you guys to watch. I kind of... I was thinking like uh, kind of a drunk high idea when I watched that. I was like, why don't they just have Tyreek Hill play safety in like end of game situations when you just need to chase? Like he could run down a hook and ladder like four different times. He run down anyone. Yeah. 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 Right. He could just zigzag around the field just going after every single person. I would much rather have him than Rob Gorkowski playing safety for me. That's true. Okay. Speaking of the Dolphins, let's go to the Jets Dolphins game. Say something nice about the Dolphins. They won a football game. Brian Flores got a Gatorade bath. Mm -hmm. It was incredible. Dolphins fans were partying. The team that was trying to tank won a game, and that speaks all to how bad bad the Jets are holy shit they're bad really bad their fans traveled well though there were there were so many fans at the game that were just staring in disbelief like I can't believe they yelled that fi- we're they losing. had a legitimate fire gaze chant yeah in Miami Adam Gase which actually could have been Adam Gase a Miami chant just like out of habit right right now they, that it, I'm thinking about it's that. just people in Miami that don't that are such bad sports fans that they don't know that they no longer Already have Adam Gase yes. as their head coach. Yes. That's actually a good possibility. And the Jets, this uh, this week, we're talking to the Steelers about possibly trading Le'Veon Bell back to the Steelers. Right. So things are just, the wheels are off. The wheels are off in New York. Well, Adam Gase is going to get fired this Yes, time. of course he is, because the, the Jets' entire system makes no sense at this point. Because Would they have a they, system? Well, th- barely, but they have a quarterback. That the GM didn't draft and the coach didn't sign off on. Right. They have a coach that the GM was hired afterwards. So the GM didn't pick the coach. And he didn't pick the quarterback. And the coach didn't pick the quarterback. Uh-huh. So, so they all hate each other. It's basically no one, no one will defend anyone in that building. And I would assume Joe Douglas would be the last man standing because it usually works. The GM has the longest leash in these situations. You got to give him a few drafts. Adam Gase is probably gone after this year because Joe Douglas didn't pick him. Mm-hmm. And then Sam Darnold, I don't, I don't understand how this guy beat the Cowboys because what we've seen since he is football follies. He's old school football follies. The safety that the Jets took today needed the yakety sax music because mm-hmm. it was so amateurish. And the I don't understand why they also don't just run that. We've talked about this before, but the script. Sam Darnold looks awesome for the first 15 plays every single game. Mm-hmm. And then it all falls apart. And I saw this. Adam Gase 
in the last 11 games that he's coached, he's scored 10 touchdowns offensive. He, but he's a quarterback whisperer. He's, that's the thing. He's, he's, he's the, he's, he made Peyton Manning awesome. That's right. Yeah, it was Peyton Manning, and then he had like a good season with Jay Cutler, too, oh right? Oh, my God. Yes, he did. Yeah. I actually wanted him as the Bears coach for a while. I was like, yo, you got to pay Adam Gase because you can't let him walk out that door. Woof. Is it the cocaine eyes? The cocaine eyes on Adam Gase, they just they don't quit. He's got these big pupils that are always darting all around the place. He was dead in the water after that opening press conference. When, yes. When they brought him out and he was just like staring at invisible mosquitoes buzzing around his face, um, that's not a face that can work in New York. I actually think if you're looking at the front office, when you've got all these different people that are all blaming each other, who the last person standing is going to be is probably going to be mostly based around what Mike Francesa says mm-hmm. or what, what talk radio says I don't in know. New York. He doesn't have that pull anymore. I don't know. The sports he's not, Pope? Hey, he's not number one Can't anymore. Can't bless you. He, he's not number one anymore. All right, that's true. I mean, he's got, someone's going to probably get mad at us for that, but it's facts or facts. The other guy, how I don't bad, know what the other guy's How bad did he is. lose by? Who's the other Michael guy? K. Michael, Michael K. K. He lost by a lot, I think. So the, I mean, the Pope is done. This is what or the, finished. This is what the Pope. Dunchain? This is what the Pope was was made to do, though, is to talk about the mess that is the New York Jets. Uh, Adam Gase. After can you imagine Mike Francesa if if every team in New York was playing very very well all the time? No, I don't think you know what to talk about. No, um, Adam Gase afterwards said, "It's the NFL, man. You can't buy, be embarrassed by this shit." By talking obviously about giving the Dolphins a team that is actively tanking their first victory of the year. I would say you actually can be. You can definitely be embarrassed by how bad your football team is. Yes, absolutely. I think that's yes. actually it, a very common uh, emotion that people who aren't high on whatever he's high on have. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, severe embarrassment that I'm this bad at my job. I want to take it back because I don't want to say that he's on cocaine because he doesn't seem like he's cool enough to do cocaine. No, I think, people don't invite him to the coke room. No, definitely. I think Adam Gates is just high on his own brain. I think yeah. that his own brain is just like a natural fucked up mix of Sudafed and like uh, just like biker speed. He's probably high on imposter syndrome. Mm. He's like, how did I get here? How did they hire me? Mm. How did someone else hire me after I did that? And yeah, he, he did go to the, the playoffs with Miami, which is crazy. Didn't he? No, I don't think so. Did he? What was the year that they No, they, that was they that beat was the Patriots. Yeah, they they flirted with the playoffs. Yeah, I, they were so, like eight and eight, maybe. I th- I kind of agree with you because if you just take a normal person with no discernible talent and keep telling them that they're good at something right. and giving them millions and millions of dollars while they keep failing, eventually your brain is just you're going to be on LSD, like a natural form of LSD, the entire time. Like, what the fuck is going on? Your eyes are going to be like, what, I'm, what's going on? I am here? a coach right now yes. in the the professional national football again. O- okay, again. Okay, I guess I'm living my life in the Truman Show. How, you know how does what? this keep happening? Let's just we should just tell Adam Gase like. Yeah, bro, this is the Truman Show. Yeah. We're camera, we're, we've been watching you your it's entire life. We've It's a social experiment to see how you'd react. And you know what? You reacted in a very entertaining way for all of us. So thank yes. you for keeping us entertained for the last 25 years. My question is, and I love to do this to put Jets fans on the on the spot here. Uh, if So you beat the Dolphins. So you now are second to worst record in, in the NFL because the Bengals still have no wins. Mm-hmm. But you have... One win, the Dolphins have one win, and the Dolphins have the tiebreaker to be, you know, the third pick or whatever. Am I missing someone? Wait, the, the Redskins. Have oh, yeah, one the Redskins win. have one win, too. Okay. Yeah. So, did the, the Redskins and Jets play each other later? Yeah, they play okay. coming off the bye week for the Skins, too. If the now. Jets were somehow to get the first pick, do they take Tua? I love doing this because now when you have a quarterback that is everyone saying is the clear number one, mm-hmm. you can basically just, like, 
put it to fans and be like, hey, Tua, would you drop everything? I think you would. They, I, 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 I think you'd – Sam Darnold, I don't know what's happening with him. They, he doesn't look like a quarterback anymore. I don't think they'd take Joe Burrow because Joe Burrow looks like a skinnier version of uh, Sam Darnold. Yeah. They look I, too much alike to have take on the same roster. I think I would. Yes. You got hey, you got to get star power. You got to get that name that pops in in the Big Apple, baby. Start trading everyone. All right, um, let's go to the next game. The Bears Eagles. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the Bears. So uh, first half, first half stats. Let's do it. Twenty plays. Uh huh. Nine total yards. One point eight yards per completion. Point four yards per play. They point four. Point four yards per play at halftime. That is what like one point two five feet. They had one, one, one passing yard in the first half. A yard. A yard. One yard of passing. A single yard. They had the fewest yards in a half in 40 years. So they had they had one yard of passing. A, uh, a yard. Uh, not they had, let alone many yards. A yard. Eh. Uh, a uh, uh, yard. N yard. Un yard. Un, uno Solamente yardo. Solamente trace. This is the this is the, the ghosts are like Matt Nagy's probably doing this to the pipes. Like stop talking about my shitty football team that I can't coach competently. They had wait. So I know that the passing offense sucks. But oh, well, I know I know I, oh, I know a yard. yard. They had PFT. a yard. I have I have I have a stat for you. I, this is a stat from myself because uh-huh. I I am a masochist and I was like you know what I'm gonna go look it up. There were seven teams this week. That had more yards on their first play from scrimmage than the Bears did in the entire first half. It's not great. Seven. Nine yards of total. Nine. A Uh, single yard. Basically, like one average depth Dame Lillard three-point shot of offense in the entire first half. Oh, my God. That's That's not good. But spin zone, they turn around in the second half. They almost won. I'm so, so sick of this team right now. I don't know what you you have to put in Chase Daniel. You have to. This is because here's the thing. Matt Nagy does not trust Mitch Trubisky. Matt Nagy doesn't think Mitch Trubisky can make any kind of throw. And whether he can or can't, if your coach thinks he Sounds can. Like a good coach. But if your coach thinks he can't, he's going to coach that way. And it's absolute coward play calling like I would rather lose and have Mitch Trubisky throw the ball down the field 40 times and throw five interceptions than get a yard Mm -hmm. in the first half a yard if they had just taken the knee like for the first three snaps and then punted every possession that would have been better because then guess what your offense is rested for the second half and my point from last week proved to be exactly correct. The offense, the Bears offense is so bad, it has murdered the Bears defense. Because when you look at the second half, when they come back in that game, the offense started to look alive. Mitch started to make some throws. And the defense started to look alive because they're like, hey, we actually have like a, a team on the other side of the ball that can maybe help us out a little bit. And it's complimentary football. It's a fucking mess. The only positive I took away from this game was that Matt Nagy didn't say anything stupid after. He just said it sucks. And he didn't miss a field goal. And he didn't miss a field goal. He just said it sucks, which, you know what? He's learning because I was expecting him to be like, I thought our play calling was good in the first half and, you know, a couple misses here and there and we would have had maybe two yards. Yeah, well, why why don't you just let Mitch play for the rest of the season? 
because you're not going to go anywhere. You put the you put the hashtag done on them, which there's no coming back. From but the I think you done. have the pro. I think the problem is is the defense going to get too demoralized? I from think there is that problem of like guys quitting. Like guys mm-hmm. are going to quit on this team because it's such a joke. It is such such a joke. I. How do you get one yard? It's pretty tough to do. How do you get one yard passing? I don't get it. It's crazy. Matt Nagy does not know how to... He needs to stop calling football games. He needs to hand over the play calling. It's not for him. It's not working. I like Everything is broken. It's not working. To do the same thing week in, week out is fucking insane. That's it. You also are missing Jordan Howard a little bit, I think. Yeah, Jordan Howard revenge game. Good for Jordan Howard. Mm-hmm. Honestly, good for him. I'm not. I, I have nothing against Jordan Howard. He got a raw deal. He was awesome for the Bears when he was a rookie in his second year. He got a raw deal. I. This is this is somehow this offense is worse than John Fox's offense. Mm-hmm. It's gone backwards in time. I mentioned that because I was at the Eagles Bears game two years ago when they lost thirty-one to three to the Eagles, mm-hmm. and that first half made me think it was a worse Bears team than that one. Well, and they, that team was terrible. They did go backwards on three of their first six drives in the game. Unbelievable. Negative yards. They're so bad. And the Eagles, credit to them, I mean, they sh- held tough. I don't know. They, the Bears could have won the game, yeah. too. That's the craziest part. They actually were in the game. Matt Nagy didn't do his math right, which shouldn't surprise anyone, but he wasn't able to correctly figure that one out when they were down, I think it was 19 nothing. And they scored a touchdown, and he kicked an extra point. So mm-hmm. kept it at a 12-point 12 12 game point instead game. of 11. Yeah, that way if you score two touchdowns, you win. Yeah, right. And, and you miss an extra point, right. which you might do. Right. That's probably what he was thinking, actually. He's like, we're probably going to miss one of these two They're kicks. dumpster fire. They're done. They're so done. Hashtag very done. Yeah. Done chained. Everything. Uh, all of it. But shout out to O'Donnell. He had a 72-yard punt today. Yeah, great. That's pretty shout cool. Out. Shout out to him. He did, again. The silver lining is Matt Nagy said nothing stupid afterwards, so we're making baby steps in the right you know direction here. All right, uh, SeatGeek question. Promo code take SeatGeek. Promo code take. You get ten dollars off. PFT. Yeah. Can you name the no. holder for the Indianapolis Colts? Uh, the holder for the Colts, uh, the guy that did laces in. Yes. Yeah. No, I don't know who it is. Unbelievable name. His name is Pat McAfee. Jim Irsay the third, Rigoberto Sanchez. Oh yeah, that's pretty sweet. Rigoberto, Rigoberto Sanchez. That's Rigoberto. pretty fucking awesome. Uh, I have a theory. Laces in. Rico. I have a theory. You ready for this? Yes. Adam Vinatieri has been missing on purpose for the last four weeks because he knows that the Patriots are not happy with their kicking situation, mm. <laughs> and they'll eventually sign him for but the wait, playoff. That's great. I actually had to do your pod segment for this game as well, and yeah. that was that. Do you think it's going gonna, it's gonna to help his chances of going in the Hall of Fame as a Patriot because he's been missing so many kicks <laughs> as a Colt? Wait, but he made a game winner last week. He did. That was a mistake. Okay. He meant to yeah, he was one. trying to hit. He told Rigoberto, he's like, hey, I got an extra <laughs> couple cannolis for you if you hold it laces in. Dude, Rigoberto, man, tough. Mm-hmm. Tough to be and tough to have that name because everyone's going to remember it. Mm-hmm. If your name was Dan Sanchez or, you know, Mark's, well, no, Mark Sanchez, we would know. Steve Sanchez, we'd be like, okay, whatever. Rigoberto, I'm going to remember that name forever. Yeah. Rigoberto. I want to give a shout out to Mike Tomlin for never learning anything about anything and adapting his in game coaching strategy. Yep. Because he kept challenging pass interferences. He loves it. And he loves it so much. Like the mouse. We were talking about that when we were interviewing Matt Patricia. But he's like the mouse that keeps getting shocked when it goes for the cheese. And he just keeps going for the cheese. I love it. It's like the, the Steelers don't switch up. Their their ownership doesn't move on from shitty coaches. 
well, Mike Tomlin doesn't move on from shitty coaching decisions. It's going to work eventually. And guess what? Winning ugly is still winning because that was an ugly, ugly win. Mason Rudolph, not so great. Jacoby Brissett, that sucked. But I think he's fine, right? Like, he's going to be week to week. It's it's an MCL sprain. MCL-ish. MCL-ish. You, Brian Hoyer, it's you pretty much just, a sprain MCL. Brian Hoyer's first pass was a touchdown. You should just bring... I feel like Brian Hoyer has that. He's like, he's like a really good middle reliever where he can... He can give you like eight pitches yeah. to get one guy out. He's a specialist. Yeah, so bring him in. He's a third quarter Pittsburgh Steelers specialist. Bring him in and just be like, hey, you're in. Jacoby Brissett's hurt. And then Jacoby Brissett comes back in. Yeah. So just for like, you know, three plays. And he'll give you everything. And then he'll throw a pick six to make it Fitzpatrick. By the way, mm-hmm. shout out to the Steelers. That was a hell of a trade. Yeah. Like that's, you don't think that like they gave up a one, which was what Minkah Fitzpatrick was. And now. I've been hot on the Steelers are going to maybe make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They have so I looked at their schedule. They're four and four right now. They have um, they have games they should win: Browns, Bengals, Browns, Cardinals, Jets. If they can win the games they should win, those five games, all they got to do is go one and two against the Rams, Bills, and Ravens, and they would win ten games. So yeah, it could it, that's I guess, doable. I is guess Ben done happen. for the season? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh. He's done until- uh, he might come back. I he, think he's done for the season. No, he is. He is. Yeah, have you seen that surgery. the Mega Man but brace you that know he's, he's going on his shoulder? If, if they are in the if they are like in the wild card picture, mm-hmm. he will show up week seventeen and be like, "Put me in, coach." Yeah, I'm, I'm like so that's fine. not how rosters work, Ben. They're like Ben, you can't move your arm. He throws his arm and hurts it again. Ben, he's got to get surgery again. You haven't jacked off in two months. So yeah. You can't do this. By the, the way, stitches uh, like pop because he's like, "I got this, coach." On uh, on Monday Night Football, I I noticed, and I can't believe it took me this long to notice it, but he looks exactly like the dude from Epic Meal Time. You remember that guy, mm-hmm. the bacon strips and yes. bacon strips guy. Bacon. Looks exactly like Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, um, yeah, I could see the Steelers making the playoffs. I they, could. Their defense is very good, and Mason Rudolph is not very good. Which it's almost nice. The Steelers, in a weird way, this season is going to be good for them because they could still make the playoffs, which would be a miracle given how they started. Actually, Mike Tomlin said we will work forever trying to get that September stink off of us. Mm. Which, is like, really? Yeah, yeah I know forever all about the September stink. Forever, but if they so if the Steelers make the playoffs or just miss the playoffs, and Mason Rudolph is the same guy he's been the last few weeks, it's actually a great season for them because not only did they show that their defense is real and they can, you know, they had a, a season that was lost but then came back, but they also probably figured out Mason Rudolph isn't the guy of the future, yeah, I, which it, is better than letting Ben retire and being and like, finding this it is out. the guy. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the situations where we could have just told you that he wasn't a guy by looking his at his face. face. Too big. Bad face. He's got a big face. It's so big. It's big, but it also looks like a six-year-old's face. He looks like the kid it's a cartoon. that was like running around with the Kool-Aid circle around his lips the entire time. Huge uh, face. Yeah, big face. Big-ass face. Not the guy. Not not a bad player, but, no, he's, uh, but he's not the guy. He's not the guy. He's a guy with a, with a lowercase g. I actually was going to do like a whole statistical analysis of why they should start Duck, but it, no, it's just it, back it, me up. It just boils. So shout out Duck. Though. Here's here's the statistic, statistical <laughs> analysis. You ready? Uh, he Shirts went. Are still on sale. I thought yeah. Duck threw four touchdowns against the Chargers. I look back, it's like nope, that's not. How here's it here's the sabermetrics and why you start Duck. He didn't miss a single shot playing Big Buck Hunter at Dave and Buster's. That's true. That's pretty fucking cool. That's true. We still got to get Duck on. Um, all right, before we get to the next game. Dig into a fiesta of flavor with the new burrito bowls from Dunkin'. They'll add some spice and flavor to an otherwise average morning full of delicious ingredients like eggs, cheese, red peppers, onions, and either fire-roasted veggies or chorizo. It's all the delicious things you want to eat in a bowl. 
and loaded with flavor. New burrito bowls from Dunkin'. Dig into something new for breakfast. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. A limited time offer. We've been eating these bowls at the office. They're awesome. Get the chorizo one. That's my tip to you. The new burrito bowls from Dunkin' are delicious. The chorizo bowl is my personal favorite. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. A limited time offer. Okay. Titans-Panthers. I didn't care for this game. Mm, I didn't care for it either. I did not care for this game. Mm. That's all I'm going to say. I didn't really care for it. Christian McCaffrey is fast. It was just boring. And then Dory Jackson's also fast. That's my analysis right there. It's like I just named the two fastest players on on the field for today's game, and that's really the only thing that you need to know. Here's – I'm going to say something nice about the Titans. They kind of let you know pretty quickly if it's going to be bad Titans or good Titans. So you can sort of tune it out. Like, you knew it was bad Titans almost instantly. Ryan Tannehill turns out when he can't do drives of seven yards and ten yards for touchdowns Mm -hmm. um, isn't that good. So, we got bad Titans, and there's really nothing worse than watching bad Titans. No, it's bad Titans, and uh, as far as the the Panthers go, really the only interesting storyline besides Christian McCaffrey being really, really good is Cam Newton's got a case of mystery foot. Mm. An old-fashioned case of mystery foot where it's hurt, but he doesn't need surgery, but they don't know how long it's going to take for him to stop hurting. This is every Cam and, Newton injury. Yeah, so he's just going to have a case of a bad foot for a while. So uh, Kyle Allen is probably not the future in North Carolina, but he's not terrible. They're going to go like 7-9. and nine. Here, here's They might thing. even go – no, they're be- they're going to go better than that. These, these are two teams that are going to stick around in that – graphic that they show that has the whole playoff in picture the on it. They're going to be in the hunt just kind of hanging out, non-threatening just kind of pissing you off, sticking around off to the side. It's Dude, like the those Panthers are 5-3. and three. They're going to go better than 7-9. and nine. They're... They might go to the playoffs. Fuck it. They might go to the playoffs. In the NFC. Yeah, because the Vikings are now the Vikings are frauds. They are frauds, agreed. The yep. Packers, though. Are the Packers frauds? Uh, we can get to them later. No, no, no. They'll win the division. But I'm saying, like, if you if you look at it, that 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 second wild card is going to come down to the Panthers, the uh, Rams. I'm giving the Seahawks a second wild card. Yeah. So the Panthers, the Rams, and the Eagles, Eagles, and the Vikings. And the Panthers could definitely be the best team of that group. That'd be something. Wouldn't they it? could. They uh, they absolutely could. And I'm sure they've got games against the Falcons left. Probably play the Falcons. Like, has Dan Quinn been fired? No, I was just, I was thinking that earlier today. Fuck? I was like, he he How? surely has been fired at some point this How? week, but yeah, but he hasn't. I just realized. I was, I was like, like, oh yeah, yeah, the Falcons didn't play this week. I, I looked it up because uh, I was like, they're on their bye week, so they obviously made that move last Monday when mm-hmm. I wasn't paying attention at some so point. So Arthur Blank is just Dan, Arthur Blank might be dead. That's, he's playing the respect card a little too much. Like they, the team respects Dan. I respect Dan. He's a family man. You know, we have so much respect for him, dude. Uh-huh. He stinks. Move on. We wanted to wait until November hit so that he and his family could get health coverage for the we're, end of the month. Yeah, we're trying to get his kids all the way up to the Christmas break. So yeah, Shut up. Just schools. get him out of here. Fire Dan. I it's can't almost, believe he was fired. You know what? Fired. I would say it's worse for Dan Quinn to have spent this past week just sitting by his telephone. Being like, all right. Every time he gets, he's getting the, the phantom vibrations yes. in his leg. Yeah. Thinking not that the his, game planning for yes. like the next day. Yeah. No, he probably hasn't even been yeah. game planning because he's like, there's no chance that I'm around next week. So tomorrow morning he's going to go in the office and be like, holy fuck, I'm way behind on my week. Uh, yeah, he, he, that's exactly right. I would definitely rather have gotten fired than have to sit there all week being like, so when are they going to fire me? This kind of sucks. Uh, the Panthers do have to play the Falcons two more times. So the fa- 
Panthers might go to the playoffs. And then Cam Newton will probably make it all about himself and try to take over the team back. Oh, wow. Like in week 17. Listen yeah. to you. I'm going to say it. I'll say it with his hieroglyphics, uh, Instagram stuff and all that. I do want to see him on the sidelines wearing his, his normal street clothes, though. All right. So the, the Panthers have uh, two games left against the Falcons and a game left against the Saints. So that's eight wins guaranteed. They have eight wins. So they Wait, basically the Saints win is a guarantee. No, oh, sorry, guarantee? I didn't mean Saints. Redskins, sorry. Okay, yeah, Falcons and Redskins. Right. Sorry, right. sorry, sorry, right. sorry. Right. I don't know why I say Saints is right before that. So it's Falcons, two against Falcons, one against the Redskins. They have eight wins. Just need to get one more. Okay, nine seven could get you in there. Um, all right, next up we have the Bucks and the Seahawks. Oh, Jameis, Jameis. what a great game for! I'm a Jameis believer now. Shout out Jameis, one of one. Uh, the the I almost said troll account. Nope. The guy who has written a book, a 400-page book about Jameis Winston, who was accused of being Jason Light, we mentioned it on Wednesday's show. Mm-hmm. Turns out he's not. He's just a Jameis believer. He thinks Jameis is going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. He has all the makings for it. He has a bunch of advanced statistics that no one – if you can just look up a bunch of – make up a bunch of st- statistics, look up a bunch of statistics – and just say them over and over, you can beat anyone in an argument. That's what this guy does. Uh-huh. So I'm a Jameis believer. Now, I, I've heard that the reason why this guy is so all in on Jameis and is trying to like pump him up a little bit is because he's got a shitload of Jameis Winston rookie cards. That might be and, true, and, but it's and, also and, erroneous. Which is, a, which is a great, great way for him to try, I'm try to pump up the value on, on those had, Don Russes or whatever the hell they are. Let's see if he had any uh, fire Jameis tweets today that, talking about how awesome he was. But yeah, Jameis, it was a classic Jameis game where it was like he showed everything good and then he fumbled and uh, he actually did get hit but by no. his own lineman. No, he did. no, his elbow on the did. fumble. Yes, his elbow. I'm, I'm going to call it a self strip sack. He got he got hit by he had a by sack fumble lineman with an in the elbow. But that actually is just more more uh, proof that his hands are too small. Mm-hmm. It was an all time Jameis Winston game too. At the end of the game, yep. when when the Seahawks were attempting the uh, the winning field goal that eventually missed, and then at the uh, at the first drive in overtime, he was just staring at the jumbotron, squinting. He does need contacts. He has a prescription. For glass, I've done some more digging on the whole Jameis Squinston narrative. Uh, he does have a prescription for him. He wears them when he's playing baseball, but he doesn't like wearing them when he's playing football. They just mm. need to give Jameis some fucking contacts that feel good or the rec specs, and I guarantee you his stats will pop. Does, does Jameis one of one have any eyeball takes? Oh, we got some stats. Astigmatism stats? We, no, we have some stats. Um, Jameis Winston, what's, a, what's A-N-Y slash A? Any... Yards, any any average. So I guess an eight point ANY slash A is a very good game that most QBs win. You need uh-huh. a very bad defense or bad luck to lose. Jameis Winston is nine and nine when he has an eight point ANY slash A or better, which is unreal. Narrowly missed adding it today. He had a seven point eight, and then it lists everyone's record when they have an eight point mm-hmm. and it's like Matt Ryan's twenty three and seven. Kirk Cousins is twenty five and four. Russell Wilson is twenty seven and three, Drew Brees twenty three and six, Tom Brady twenty seven and one. So basically, Jameis Winston is the unluckiest quarterback of all time. That's sad. He's incredible, and his team stinks. That's what we've learned. So he just he commits turnovers at the worst possible times, just out of pure luck. Yes. So okay, that yeah, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and buy it. Yeah, I'm going to buy it. Sounds like this is a good stat. Eight. Was it eight Ready? ANY? Yeah. Jam- That's a lot of ANY. Jameis had his 12th career loss when having a 100-plus QBR performance today. And uh, Russell Wilson has 10. Tom Brady has nine. 
He plays well, they lose. He plays bad, they lose. Okay. All right. Damn. I was hoping this, for I'm a Jameis believer. I want the Bears to get Jameis now. I swear to God. I would love that for you. I really do. I think this guy, this fucking crazy guy, Jameis one of one, who has the book, his title of his book, Jameis Winston Derangement Syndrome, How the Media Causes Us to Overlook the Start of a Hall of Fame NFL Career. This guy has me convinced. Uh-huh. I mean, the stats the stats speak for themselves. So, And also, Jameis is hilarious. That James, fumble was hilarious. You would much rather have a guy like Jameis Winston than a, a boring quarter. Jameis Winston will never throw for one yard and a half. No. No. Ever. Definitely now, now not. Maybe, maybe if you, five Maybe minutes. if you take into account the return yards on his interception, then yes, he would throw for one yard and a half. Right. But he, he will light it up and he'll just toss the ball up to your tallest receiver and he'll get at least you know 70 yards on, on one bomb like that. But he's never going to play a boring half. No. And, and you know what? Uh, he, did you hear what he said after the game? He's an optimist, too. He was talking about the glass half full. Optometrist? No, he has an optometrist. He needs an optometrist. He, he, he has one that he ignores, but he is an optimist. He said, uh, so you might say that the glass is only half full of water, but I see the glass as being half full of water and half full of air whoa so yeah he invented someone told he, him that quote he invented nanobubbles yeah he there it is. reinvented nanobubbles when in seattle yeah uh speaking of nanobubbles so I, I i threw out there the kirk cousins is the last guy you want to lead your team back in the fourth quarter i think russell wilson is number one now in in the nfl i would agree like he is the guy who if you had if you're down in the fourth you want him to have the ball i would agree with that and he's Hank got is just staring daggers at me right now. Hank, name one quarterback that could beat Russell Wilson when Russell Wilson has the ball late in the fourth quarter of a big game. I'm not saying all time, Hank. I'm saying right now, at this present moment, given their, like, right now. For the listening audience, I have not done anything. I'm just sitting here you smiling. Went, you went James Squinton on me. It almost seems like someone's a little guilty, and they know as they're saying it that they're purposely omitting someone that is actually better than them. But why else would you ask me? You started staring. You did I'm looking. At I'm. Me. I. My seat is positioned to be looking at you. You know right. what? For those of you at home, uh, I have no might choice not have but to look gold. at. And I look at the person. You know who's what talking, Hank does? So if PFT's talking, I quote unquote uh-huh. stare. But I you usually do, blink. You do I stare. blink. And then when you talk, I stare. Stare. All right. Well, Russell Wilson. You, you know has what you do, five... Hank? You know what you do? You do the um, the dog head tilt, like when your dog is confused about something. When we mention a stat that could possibly. Go up against Tom Brady. You hit us with the huh? Is the garage door open? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Is that, is that is that the can opener? Human. What is that? <laughs> what is that thing that's going off right now? I don't know. I Russell think Russell Wilson's Wilson, unreal though. He's unreal, yes. and he everything he does with his feet, and then you know the throws. He throws He's got great touch. He He's got a great pillow touch. soft. A pillow soft ball. The ball drops from the heavens. It's like so it was released awesome. from the clouds. It's so awesome to watch. He had five touchdowns today. I think that was his fifth comeback, uh, fourth quarter comeback this just this season. And he's got thirty total. It's I think insane. that's what the stat says. It's insane. I have a take about Chris Carson, who I like. I like Chris Carson, the running back on the Seattle Seahawks. I think he's very good, but he is the best running back in the NFL. That sucks. That will drive you insane. Mm. He's the greatest. Who sucks? Because he fumbles. I think Leonard Fournette might be in that category too now. Okay, well it's a it's a suck off between the yes. two of them. No, I agree with you. He's definitely. Or that gets more stats though. Yeah, so, but he sucks I, I, too. I don't know. I don't. Chris Carson's been getting stats for the last like two years. It's just that he sucks. Yeah, he he's does. He's really good, but he sucks. He fumbles the ball like so frequently. Um, he's got terrible, terrible ball security. But then other times he'll have excellent ball security. He's just 
I don't know. He's schizophrenic. I like him a lot, but he sucks. That's my stat on Chris Carson. Thank okay. you. Okay, that's a fair stat. I and I, I actually, I agree with you. I think he's in the running. I don't. I'd have to do a list of guys that suck that that are, are good, good that are also good. Yeah, but yeah, he's definitely on that list somewhere. Um, so Hank, we, you wouldn't take Russell Wilson in a fourth quarter drive? No. Okay. Um, that's fair. This was, I think, not. Was this a matchup of the oldest coaches? Got him. God, that have ever faced each other. You. Yeah, yes, it was Bruce it Arians. Was. Shockingly, Pete Carroll is older than Bruce Arians. Really? Not in the liver, but yeah. I, yeah, Pete Carroll just he's you know what he just he's ages just well, very man. old. But he mm-hmm. ages well. That's really what it is. He's just a well it's all that aging guy. It's all that gum. It keeps his cheek muscles nice and taut. Do you know Pete Carroll's a twin? Shut up. Yeah, identical. Yeah, I think so. That's amazing. I'm almost positive. Yeah, I'm almost positive. Back in my CrossFit days, there was a guy at the CrossFit gym who was the son of Pete Carroll's Sick twin. Sick brag that you did CrossFit. I did. Yeah. <laughs> and he looked kind of like Pete Carroll. Maybe it was his twin that was coaching in that Super Bowl when Pete Russell Wilson Carroll didn't complete a fourth quarter comeback. I might have like made Pete this Carroll's up. Pete Carroll's old enough that his son should be a lot older than you. What? Like Pete Carroll's twin brother's son should be older than you. Tw- no. No, because he's... Twins, twins, if he had a twin brother, then it's his, twin, his son. His twin brother could be 34. Yeah. If he had him when he was 34. Not all of us have babies when we're 34, Hank. I also might some have made of us, this up. Some of us age like a fine wine until we're at a place in our professional and personal lives where we feel that it's time <laughs> to squirt one out. All right. I think I made this thing up. So we'll see. Oh, yeah. No, I made it up. His older brother. But he looks just like him. You so made up say, that he had a twin? Yeah. You can't do that to me. You well, I, I you can't remember drop a it wrong. twin. I think what happened was when I saw the picture of Pete Carroll's brother, I was like, damn, they look like twins. So, yeah. that was That's fair by me, right? I don't know. You can't invent a twin out of thin air. Could you imagine if you had a twin? That would have been so cool. It would be great. Um... <laughs> Just to see him standing you, behind I him, feel on like the that sidelines? would be that would be like the the fish market and Pete Carroll as a twin, yeah, like coming out exactly. of commercials. Speaking of the fish market, how cool would that have been if they had gone to Pike Place and they were like throwing Dungeness crab legs and just had Jameis Winston intercept one and run out of the market with it? I would like that. That would have been pretty fun. Yes, like a, one of those Sunday Night Football graphics or <laughs> the Monday Night ones. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I can't find a fucking picture of Pete Carroll's brother. Who I think is his twin. Th- How is this not? Ex- I think you fantasize that Pete Carroll has a twin brother, which is kind of a cool thing. Like I would love it if Andy Reid had an identical twin. How cool would that be? You know, like that picture you always they see of, this- Mike, of Mike Tomlin with his twin yes. on the sidelines? Yes. Look at this young picture of Pete Carroll I found. That's funny. That's fucking funny. It's a good looking dude. Pete he, Carroll. He's got giving off some like Jay Leno vibes in that one. Yeah. Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll is a good looking dude. Mm-hmm. I think Pete Carroll's a very good looking dude. Okay. Um, let's go to our next game. So yeah, the Seahawks, good job, Bucks. Although we should say if you bet on the Bucks, that's an all time loss. Mm-hmm. If you had plus four and you basically hung tough the entire game mm-hmm. and then get the dreaded overtime the touchdown field, scored the missed on field you. goal. You thought that you were good. I, I bet on the Seahawks, so this was a lucky win. Oh man, that sucks. You should they should actually make it so that if you score a touchdown in overtime, you just win by one. You're just saying that because you lost. Your no, no, no. I, I actually didn't have this one, but I'm saying that should be the fair way because you should never lose. If you have an underdog, you shouldn't lose in overtime. I disagree because I had the other side, and so this is the outcome I was rooting for. Right, so you got game. very lucky. As long as you, as long as you say ahead of that 
end of the game drive. Yeah. Like, I hope they miss the field goal so it goes in over. If you declare that. Right. And you know enough about gambling to look that far in advance, then I think you're good. Okay. Uh, next up, we have Lions, Raiders. Um, These are two other teams that are going to stick around in the hunt. Yeah. Matt Stafford MVP season. He actually had a good game. The Matt Patricia coach defense. Oof. Oof. Mm. That's what I did a little quick. Quick search for my Lions fan friends, uh, Detroit Don, and people are not happy with Matt Patricia's defense. Let's just say that. Not happy at all. You, so you did a Twitter search for him? No, I just follow him on Twitter. Okay, you just so, looked at what he was saying. Yeah, so they're not happy. Not Matt happy. Patricia has begun to struck me as a fake football guy. He strikes me that way. Like, he, I think he, mm-hmm. no, he loves real football guys. Hank's giving me the head guess. Former Patriots defensive coordinator, Matt Patricia. I think he likes football guys, and he aspires to be a football guy, and he hangs out a lot around football. I'll put it this way. So John Gruden, he lost his virginity thinking about the Notre Dame fight song, right? Matt Patricia lost his virginity thinking about John Gruden thinking about the Notre Dame fight song when he lost his virginity. That's Mm. you guys. What do you mean? No, we're football guys' guys. They like us. We're not saying that we're – no, Hank, that's not What you're describing about Patricia is – N- not true, a, but okay. b. You're saying that he's not a football guy. He just he he idolizes football guys. Correct. But he's, he's not like no, but, but despite, no, guys. but he wants despite studying film and coaching a football team. He's working very hard to become a football guy. Huh. Big Cat and I aren't working to become football guys. We're secure in our status as football guys. Guys, but fo- a football guys guys move sounds like thinking of John Gruden thinking about Notre Dame. I. Th- I like to think about John Gruden thinking about Notre Dame while he's having sex, but I would not think about him having sex while I'm having sex. Got it. Interesting. I got to be honest with you guys. I'm still looking for Pete Carroll's twin. <laughs> it's fucking driving me insane. If Pete Carroll does have did, a twin. I just did a search, too, and I I can't I find his twin. I'm just going to say that he has a twin. All right, fine. We'll Pete move Carroll on. Has a twin. Pete Carroll has a twin. Do you care to weigh in on what Matt Patricia thinks about when he's nutting? Um... <laughs> I don't know. Did Rockets. you find a picture? That's not... Okay, that's David Bowie. Or <laughs> <laughs> to Google that to Jim Carroll. All right. I'm sorry. I'm back on track. I'm okay. back on track. I'm sorry. I got sidetracked. Pete Carroll's twin just totally <laughs> oh. took my brain away. I think it was Jim Carroll like David Bowie's... I don't know. I'm, I am made this whole thing up. I, my brain is so melting from age and just I typed shit. in Pete Carroll brother and then it said Jim Carroll. And I clicked Jim Carroll and it's just pictures of David Bowie. <laughs> That's a wild wormhole. You I'm, not, I'm not kidding. Uh, okay, so Matt Patricia, what was the question? What does he think about when he jerks off? No, <laughs> oh, it, I, you're, you're wandering in like pretty late to this conversation. Hey guys, what's up? The, the bona fide, uh, the core of this conversation that yes. we're having is whether or not Matt Patricia thought about John Gruden nutting the first time that he had sex. Mm, no. Okay. He D- didn't. Agree to disagree. Is Matt Patricia a football guy? Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> Oh. He is, but he's got to get more results. I don't know. I think if I think if you if you don't win and your unit looks bad, but you also he's do head coach. you do the whole they're in the hunt. They've been like, robbed by the referees. That's Get on the get on the. You do the whole Belichick uh, ripoff thing that he's doing. Mm-hmm. Where he's like Coaching grumpy and, and dresses like shit and all this stuff. I think it's bad. I think I, you, I think you'd probably be doing that anyways. But yes, I agree with you. I I think that's bad. I think you have to have results to be a f- true bona fide football guy. Otherwise, it's like he's based. Matt Patricia is like 
He's basically like I, I play a football guy on TV. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's what yes, he is. Yes, exactly. That's what you oh, know. I, what you know. What oh, you look, know what my red the flag. Turntables. We are now going after one of your guys. Yeah, Hank. You know what my red flag it's was? Your guys after that game against the Packers that they got that the refs technically won. The yes. Packers. Did, I'll admit that they as had an, a good season. as an owner, we did not win that game. But I don't recall reading a single story about Matt Patricia sitting down at his computer and cutting together a DVD of all the missed calls and then mailing said DV to the league office. Mm-hmm. And that would be a football guy mm-hmm. response to getting absolutely hosed by the officials. And mm-hmm. he didn't that do it. That would actually be a basketball guy response, and you just foreshadowed an interview that's coming later in the week. But no, I disagree. Okay. Okay. Hey, we don't got to get mad about well, it. Well, you just all described what a basketball coach is, not what a football coach No, football coach coaches is. do that all the time. The Lions suck right now on defense. Matt Stafford is – I need to start a Matt Stafford one-of-one one book, the derangement mm-hmm. syndrome, because he's been playing out of his mind. On the other side, John Gruden and Derek Carr are kind of back together. They're, like, about to make it official because I looked high and low, and John Gruden did not compliment Matt Stafford after the game. At all? I, I, he has complimented him in the past, but not after the game. So I think they're and and John or sorry Derek Carr was like this is just what good coaching looks like. He played really well, and the Raiders. There's something about the black hole. It's such a fucking shame that they're leaving Oakland. John Gruden gave everyone a hug after the game. It's the first time they've played there since like week two. Mm-hmm. And the Raiders. If you want to talk about teams that are going to be in the hunt, I'm looking at it. The Raiders are in the hunt. The Raiders, they're going they're to be, be hanging around. In the hunt, because in the AFC, if you look at the AFC picture right now, it's the Patriots at the Bills, the Ravens, whoever's going to win the AFC South, and the Chiefs. And that last spot has like six teams that are vying for it. The Steelers are vying for it, the Colts, the Jaguars, the Titans, the Raiders, the Chargers are back in the Mm -hmm. mix. It's actually going to be as bad as the AFC has seen this year because... It's the Patriots kind of running away with it. The AFC going down the stretch is going to have some fun games trying to get that last spot. Yeah, I think next week we'll probably see John Gruden talk a lot about Phillip Rivers, though. Yeah. He's going to have a lot of really good oh, stuff yeah. to well, say Oh, yeah. Well, that's about, just so. respect. Um, it was awesome seeing that graphic for the first time in the hunt. and the, Somehow every single network got together and agreed that the, the terminology they would use in the hunt. is in the hunt. You're in the and, hunt. And when that graphic shows up, that's like the first real bit of autumn. It's like autumn's here. The apple pie is in the air. It's about to be cornucopias. It's about to be snowflakes on the score bug dropping down. Yes. It's just about to get real. It's about to get real. And um, by the way, I did write this down. So Matt Patricia, I don't know. This is actually more of a Daryl Bevel thing. But Galladay and Marvin Jones weren't on the field for their fourth down play. How is that possible? That's not good. They threw it to like the third tight end. I don't understand how that's possible. It's such a lion's way to lose. And... I really think Matt Stafford's playing so well this year that he deserves better than what's happening with uh, their team basically week in and week out. I just did a search for the ESPN playoff simulator. It's too early for that. Really? I got a little over my skis with that. Too early, but I found a playoff predictor one where you can go ahead and do everything that the ESPN app does. Yep. And the first thing that pops up is just a button that says, I'm confused that you can click on. Immediately hammered that, just having nothing to do with the website. I'm just yes. I If you've listened to this show... We are very confused about a lot of things right now. Yes. Mostly Pete Carroll's twin. Yes. Pete Carroll's twin. Um, I I think I might have made up the whole thing. I'm really I'm really starting to doubt my own brain. Uh, all right. Browns, Broncos. 
It's over for the Browns. This has been a disaster of a season. I don't know. It's been worse than their worst. Like, if you were a Browns fan sitting there in August and you said to yourself, "How is what's the worst-case scenario? I think this might be worse because you, Odell Beckham looks like he doesn't want to be there. The defense is bad, which the defense should have been good. They were just not tackling guys. Baker's taking a step back. Freddie Kitchens is an absolute joke of a head coach. So, I don't – what do you do? What do you do if you're the Browns? You got to fire Freddie. You have to. Freddie's got to be one and done. His and which face – sucks because I kind of I, – I like him as a person, uh, but he's in way over his head. We, I think we said last week you just need to demote him and tell him he still has his job and he's just the offensive coordinator. I think he'd be fine with that. Yeah, too. he'd totally be he'd fine. Be like, he'd be like, you're right. I, I bit off more than I could chew on this one. Five trips to the red zone, one touchdown – Freddie Kitchens had the not only the coordinator face, but he also had the rosy cheeks because it was a little cold in Denver. Mm-hmm. Looked even dumber than usual. Mm-hmm. And he does have that body. Every time, every time I see him, his uh, body just kind of goes out further and further from his cheek. It just doesn't stop expanding from the bottom of his jaw. It looks like he's just always wearing a muumuu. Yes. Uh, I think what he needs to start doing is rocking the utility belt on the outside of the sweatshirt. Because it's a problem Brutal. when it's just that that taupe color that he was wearing for Salute to Service Month. Oh, the hoodie that goes into the same color pants. Yes, this was a bad jersey game, by the way. Awful. The fact that they did no one wear whites was so weird, and just like both having you know that orange brown mix. It Browns was bad. request too. Schefter tweeted it was like at the Browns request for them yeah, to wear the, those jerseys. The well, two, and then they got kicked out for wearing the or they almost kicked out for wearing the the cleats. What what was that, by the way? Odell was wearing Joker shoes. In the first half. And then Jarvis was wearing shoes that were a non-regulation shade of orange. I'm a big... I've been a big, like, Odell fan. I think he's so talented. But, man. what Like, when you're bad and you're wearing Joker shoes? Yeah. They're you're literally clown, clown shoes. Yeah, you're he's, a clown. He's wearing clown shoes. Like, how... If you're a Browns fan... How can you deal with that? Clowntonio Browns. Well, that's like gaining one yard in the first half. <laughs> They're the... Clown, Clownlin Browns. Clownlin Browns. <laughs> there it is. At least Browns fans are used to it. Yeah, yeah, but they had hopes this year, yeah. which was tough. It's they so always expectations are the worst. Yeah, but they usually don't really have. It's so much hopes. better to live life without expectations. Usually, they're just like, if we win six games, that'd be kind of cool, I guess. Yeah, now it's like we're if we you win think six Bears games. Bears fans it sucks. or Browns fans had higher hopes going into the Bears. Year. Yeah. Oh no, you're going to this into, going this, into this year. year. Well, this year Browns fans. Realistic, like Browns fans. Brown's hopes were somewhat unrealistic because they hadn't done it. Mm-hmm. Bears won the NFC North last year, but expectations are the worst because if the Bears had just sucked last year and they sucked again this year, I've, I've been through many bad Bears years. You just kind of just sit there and just take it. You yeah, just you fucking d- get punched in the face over and over, and eventually your face is so numb you don't give a fuck. Yeah. It's when you get the sucker punch that you didn't see coming, that's when it really hurts. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, uh, but shout out to Jermaine Whitehead because after the game he kind of did a little misdirection. Oh, no one's going to be talking about the Browns and Freddie Kitchens and how poorly we played today because he is uh, suspended from Twitter for threatening to shoot multiple people oh. after the game. Allegedly, oh. some people were saying that he got hacked, oh. but it, it, being hacked would be a very convenient excuse for for this because I think one of the guys was like a journalist and then. Uh, there oh. were some other people that were responding to me. He was like, show up Not at good. the Browns facility and I will shoot you. So this is a full dumpster Which, fire. Which, I mean, if you're a Browns, Browns fan, I would almost take that. It's like, yes, please. And they're going to have winnable games down the stretch. And it's like, 
They're, it's a dumpster fire. Here's, here's, Baker, here's, you see Baker uh, in, after the listen, game. We're still Baker guys. Yep. He shaved three times. He shaved three times today. Three times, hoping that it would it would change something. Actually, and then you know after what? the That's game, a great move by Baker. Colin Coward's going to say it's a clown move. I think you have to just keep changing. It's like it's basically Baker did what what any fan would do: changing their position on the couch to try to get the mojo right. Yeah, and you know what? If I could grow facial hair like that, I'll just say it. I would probably shave a lot too. I would switch it up, change just my some cool my shit. mustache around. It looks awesome. Also, he looks so fa- sad. The fact that we're talking about him shaving, he drew a lot of attention to Movember and men's health. And oh, so if you don't so, like Baker, so you he, like cancer. Yeah, and you know what he inspired me to do? I'm doing a self a self exam on my testicle no, right don't now. Don't do that. You don't have to do this. And I don't am cancer do free, but he sa- he might have saved my life. And yeah, if he can just that. save one life because he shaved his mustache today, then good on you. We talked about. Um, Let me check my other testicle while you're talking. We talked. To, see, don't do that. We <laughs> talked about Mike Vrabel's wet mustache when he's standing in the rain. Baker's sad mustache. Man, mm-hmm. when you have a sad mustache, it's just so, so, so much significantly sadder. It just, mm. I mean, I've had a sad mustache many times. It just, there's something about it. It's a, it's a built-in frown. Yeah. And so everyone just looks at it and they're like, damn, that guy's really sad. I think it's 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 the difference between, like, if, you, if you're just sad without a mustache, you're just a sad guy. If you're sad with a mustache, you look like your wife left you, your, your house is underwater, your kids hate you. Your job sucks. Mm-hmm. It's it's the whole like this you're, guy's you're life playing on the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, this guy's life has fallen apart. That's what a mustache looks like when you're sad. Yeah, and it's tough that he did all like the GQ and modeling pictures in the preseason because now they're getting compared like oh preseason uh, Browns, current Browns. Yeah. Damn, He's, yeah. he memed himself. The, yeah. the tiger. You never want to meme yourself. Uh huh. And the, the clothes that he was wearing after the game. The like uh, somebody likened them to Home Alone, like the the robbers in Home Alone. I think he looked like the Pringles man if he was on board the Titanic and Ugh. he was standing up there behind the microphone and he was just he did look sad. It's sad. Yeah, it's sad. Um, and then the Brown or the sorry the Broncos. Now we're just going to convince ourselves that it was the first time ever that three three players with the uh, same surname won a, as a quarterback. Allen's the Allen's all won. Mm-hmm. Kyle Allen, Josh Allen, Brandon Allen. I. There's nothing better than the guy starting a game who shouldn't be starting a game and the shots to his family in the crowd. Because and they, they and they have shitty seats because he's, you know, he's getting paid nothing mm-hmm. and they're just going nuts on every single play. That's the peak. That's the peak of like family. That really is Roger Goodell's football is family. Yeah. There but, it is. But here's here's something that you can look at if you're a Broncos fan or if you're a Browns fan and you want to spin zone yourself into thinking things aren't that bad. The Broncos' defense is actually very, very good right now. The Browns' defense is number third ranked in uh, DVOA. Wait, this Broncos year. or Browns? You the Broncos. Oh, bro- Broncos. The Broncos. Yes. I'm yes. saying if you're the Browns, you can take some solace in knowing no. that it was a no. very good defense that beat you. You can't wearing take shitty, in shitty clothes, and it was also Brandon Allen that, that beat you. You stink, I've, Browns. I also have a theory about John Elway. A new theory about him. Obviously, he does try to uh, tank games by hiring shitty quarterbacks to be his starters. Mm-hmm. His emergency quarterbacks, his third stringers, are always just guys that are his friends. They're like sons. Mm-hmm. So it's like Jim Kelly's uh, kid or nephew, and then just Brandon Allen, or not Brandon Allen, um, Mar- uh, Brett Rippon is their third string quarterback, their yep. second string right now. Yep. I think John always just like, hey, if you need a favor, I'll put your kid on the practice squad. That's no not problem. Bad. I like that. I like that. So we need to get some more sons out there. I don't know who else. 
is quarterbacking right now. It's got to be a Kosar kid out there. Yeah, uh, you'd imagine there's at least one Kosar. There's probably a McCown that's about ready to make it to the NFL. Yeah, they're right there. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, Arch Manning is going to be really good. Yeah, so John Elway will not draft He's him. a freshman. He He's like winning games and everything. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Um, the Packers Chargers. I will stand here right now and say I fucked up. What? What, Hank? I fucked up. I'm not shaking my head at you. I'm shaking my head at the Packers. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. guess what? SMH. I have the reason why. I didn't do my research. They were in the can't-lose parlay. They lost. Guess what? This is from Historic Packers Twitter account. The Packers have now lost their last six games on the weekend of Daylight Savings. Wow. Wow. Lombardi time doesn't account for that, huh? They cannot handle the change in time. I wish I had known that before. Please mark that down for next year. That's an insane stat. That is crazy. How how is that even possible? I Someone don't know. Someone needs to remind us next year. Someone yes. needs to remind us. The Packers do not do time change well. That is fucking weird. Yes. I see. That's the thing I would expect for Andy Reid to be a stat. Right. But it was but actually not for, the Packers. Okay, so Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy kind of looks like. Yeah, Andy he does. He, he yeah, his brain comes from the Andy Reid tree. Fat of clock people management. in general don't deal well with change. Mm-hmm. As someone myself, like we don't do change well. Like, mm-hmm. You got to keep everything. the 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 bag of chips needs to be in the same spot in the kitchen. I would think that that would be something that would fuck up Philip Rivers too. Yeah, with all the kids, they get up early. No, I, they don't know that the clock changes. Yeah, kids don't have the internal the internal clock. So I they, think that's true. They wake up at like five. <laughs> Yo, kids definitely wake up early. No, on daylight savings. Like, time. I think most kids have. I think you get an inter- What time do you get it? Search that. When do you get your internal clock? So kids, well, he's got like a wide variety of ages yeah. of children. I also think he probably sleeping at a, a hotel the night before. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, did you see the kid that was at the podium with yeah. Philip Rivers after the game? Ball security. Yeah. Yeah. He was hold, holding him like a football. Was it Jack that was asking if that was his kid? Because yeah. he was like, you got a new kid out of nowhere. He always I, has a new kid. I think that there's something to that. I think Philip Rivers is like a firehouse where if you have a kid that you don't want, you can just drop him off. Yeah, with Philip Rivers, and he has to take him legally. He lives on a river. No, no questions asked. He's like Moses. Yeah, is that just, Moses? Just put your kid in a little uh, Basket, a little bassinet and just and put him in the, him river, the river. And when it gets to yeah. Philip's house, he has it to ends at Philip Rivers' house. So the Packers were terrible. Um, it's a reminder when Bosa and Ingram are doing their thing that they're unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers shaved. He did. He shaved before the game. He looked totally different. And holy shit, I'll say it. Trouble in Paradise in that LaFleur? Did they get into an argument afterwards? They must have. They when probably had will. 184 yards total offense. We wouldn't let him sling it today. 184 yards? I have a question yeah. for you, Big Cat. Yeah. What is the name of the Chargers home stadium? Seekeek? No. Uh, what is it? Dignity Health. Oh, nice. Dignity Health Park. Nobody knows. No. It, you, it used to be. But it then it changed its name. It changed its name. What is it? Dignity Health. Two things that don't describe the Chargers franchise and their players. Or the healthcare system in America. That's Ooh, true. That's damn. true. Get deep. Got a little Stick to sports. There. Shit. Um, <laughs> the, uh, so, yeah. And this also is a sign that the best way to get better is to just fire someone. Because Ken Wisenhunt got fired mm-hmm. and Phil Rivers looked like a new man. Mm-hmm. Who's their offensive coordinator now? Do we know? Who cares? Doesn't matter. Yeah. Phil Rivers. It's not Phil King Rivers. Phil Rivers with a twig in a uh, sandbox. Uh-huh. That's who's their offensive coordinator. Just drawing coordinator. some weird yeah. shit up. He could do it. 
Yeah, uh, the the Packers offense looked weird. It must be daylight saving time because nope, it didn't. Matt Lafleur and Aaron Rodgers so hating each other. They're they're doing uh, verbal meme. It took a while, but uh-huh. they finally hate each other, and I'm finally right. Verbal meme. Matt Lafleur and uh, Matt Lafleur's family as the two older ladies that are cry screaming, and then Aaron Rodgers as the cat that's hissing at him. Mm, okay, you know that like, meme. Yeah, yeah, I that's like a good that. Meme. The um, this is this uh, Aaron Rodgers. MVP campaign done, finished. It is. I don't know about that. Yeah, it is. I think they, need, I think Aaron Rodgers, Russ Wilson, Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. Matt Stafford, Lamar Jackson. Sorry, Aaron. Try again next year. Probably not. I was just happy the Packers lost. Everyone in the NFC North lost this week, and every home team won. Every except, home team won, except the Jaguars didn't win. They were the home Correct. team in, in England. Correct, but every home team in their home stadium won. Mm-hmm. Which Hank, good thing you got off those money lines, right? I would assume they were. Although there was a couple road favorites, so yeah, the the Browns were a road favorite. Um, Wait, so tomorrow that means that we're betting on whomst? Is the that the Cowboys? Giants. Or the Giants. Okay, we're bet, betting on the Giants tomorrow. Giants are at home. Okay. Let's get to who's back and our football guy of the week. Uh, PFT, you got an ad for us real quick? Yes, I do. I want to talk to you guys about Peloton. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Oh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Okay, let's get to who's back of the week. Hank, who's back of the week? Darkness. I believe in a thing called darkness. love. The darkness. Darkness. I didn't know that you were a fan of the darkness. Yeah. Yeah, oh, are you going to do, are you going to get sad? Yeah. Are you going to get seasonal, seasonal affective disorder, Hank? Oh, you need the sun, you move to California, you soft little bitch. That was a little mean. That was really mean. Seasonal affective disorder affects <laughs> many people, Big Cat, and it's not something to make light of. <laughs> get it? People that say, like, it's just, I just, I've never understood it. I've lived in the Northeast my whole life, and I've never understood it. But the winter is miserable. When it gets dark at fucking 5 o'clock, yep. I almost didn't even come in today. You're so sad. I agree. There's nothing worse. There's nothing worse than driving to I don't work. Give a fuck. Driving, driving to work in the dark, and then when you leave work later in the dark, you can't do a chore if you leave work and it's already dark out. You have to go home. You can't stop at the grocery store. You, you can you, find trouble. You can't go to the gym. It's night out. You can find trouble. Human beings. Yeah, you're, you're out in the street getting into knife fights at in 5.45 p.m. Look at you. You're frowning right now. Suck it up. Oh, it's because the Patriots lost. Just cut them some slack. Suck it up, man. Who cares? It gets dark every year. It does the same thing. It is God's way of telling you not to leave your house. Yeah. It's more just what it, what it means is coming. It's like the Winter. And then you know what comes? March Madness. You're you're skipping an entire. <laughs> that's how that, that's the calendar by Big Cat. You're skipping an entire <laughs> season of gray trash snow nope. that piles up nope. at the corners. Winter happens, then March Madness happens. Yes, that's it. All right, is that it? Anything else? Yeah. You're so sad. Yeah, you are kind of bummed out. Damn, you're you're, you're bumming me out. Do you and a, that's not fair. Hank, do you need a hug? It's, I need some cash app on to send me some of that Don't put your sadness on me. 
You well, do, I you guess do those money line, money line dogs didn't hit. I'm going to huh? give Hank the biggest hug ever after this show is over. He, remember, he touched his ball sack. Out, no, not. It was outside my sweatpants. You, he though. was masturbating while we were doing. It was the outside show. the sweatpants, and I'll I'll have you know that I was performing a very important medical procedure, and I saved my own life. You yes. should do one too. Yes. Um. All right. My PT, who's back who's of back? the week is Urban Meyer rumors, and yeah. more, and more specifically, just coaching search season is back because Willie Taggart got the axe at Florida State, and now people are speculating that they're going to throw a bag at Urban Meyer, who's waiting patiently for the USC job or the Notre Dame job to open up. Shout out Alex Hornibrook for getting Willie Taggart fired. Oh, is that what happened? I mean, he was he was very bad against Miami. So so now what we're seeing is like a program that's in complete disarray and the delusions of the fan base thinking who they're going to get for their next oh, head coach. The best. And I've seen rumors thrown out there. I've seen Nick Saban's name mentioned. Yep. Uh, I've seen Urban Meyer's name mentioned. I've actually seen Jim Leonard's name mentioned a couple times. Uh, Jim I, Leonard is going to get a job somewhere. I saw Dan Mullen's name inter- or mentioned, so it's like Dan is going to leave uh, the job at the University of Florida to go to Florida State for yes. some reason. I don't really get that one, but go off, King. And what do you got, Hank? Lane Kiffin season. Yeah, Lane Kiffin he should get hired. He should. And one of these. What do you got? No, they literally just so from what I've heard and understood. Yes, you throw in like that's what I'm saying. So it's like a group text of like one millionaire being like, "Hey, you got five yeah. mil." Like, no, hey, there's a bunch of no. Got, I don't think you, they have a group text because they're so rich and they email? don't like. T- no, they just basically. Like how do you get twenty million call, dollars together? They, ca- they call. They I call on on like old school phones and someone that has that much money is just like, "I'll give Correct. you five mil." If no, can, yes, sometimes more. They, if crazy. you if you are a booster. If you are a coach and like one guy who doesn't like you wants you out and he will cut the check, you could be out. I think the majority of these deals are put together in uh, either a country club on a golf course or in like a steakhouse, like a back table at a steakhouse. They actually all the rich guys. You know what they probably do? They probably do credit card roulette to see who's going to do this buyout. Yeah, they all just put their uh, Amex blacks in a hat. Someone needs to probably someone on the athletics going to do this. But how if we do hit a recession, what the recession will do to buyouts? Because if the rich guys lose money, they're not going to buy out. So every coach is safe. Mm-hmm. So you want to be a coach. Coaching is the only job that's recession proof. Was that in uh, in funeral homes? Funeral homes because more people die. It's right. actually the business you want to be in. During right. Funeral homes and coaching. I've also heard recession that, uh, that makeup salesperson. Yeah. Because you want to look better if you feel like shit. Yeah, that's it. If you're sad because mm-hmm. it gets dark at five. Oh, if you're sad. Yeah. Um, okay, my. <laughs> I don't like the I don't like the seasonal effective Hank shit. Because it happens every time. Were you were you, were you stunned that, that that it happened? No, but I will say like I was. I was. You're just, really. Sad. I was a little this shocked. Like, now I. Now I'm. Now I'm going to be made fun of. Well, you I, are, I'm you be are going pretty out. hard. Well, because it's ridiculous. People need the sun. We're just, we're just like plants. We need that vitamin. You think you're D. tougher than the sun, big cat? Get one of those fucking the fucking sun sunlight things. Ooh, we should get a sun lamp. Actually, speaking of recession, when I was working in real estate, and the whole world went to shit, and uh, in 2008. One of my bosses got one, and he was like, "Yeah, I just, I was just looking to get some sun." It's like, dude, it's probably because fucking real estate. Like, I'm, make, I'm making nine times less yeah. money, but I, yeah. but I got this. But I got this sun fake lamp. sun that I put on my yeah. face. I, I agree. It's like coaching, makeup, funeral homes, 
Probably like missile salesperson. Yeah. We tend to start wars yes. to get us out of recessions. Yes. That, those are the industries you want to be in. That's it. Um, all right. My who's back. I got two um, marathoners are back. We had the New York Marathon today. Mm-hmm. God damn. Are they annoying? Yeah. That's pretty much it. You I just, watched for like 10 run. minutes in between the London game and the... You went outside? No. No. no, no. Oh. On TV. It was really? On, it was on like CBS or Fox or whatever. I don't know. Okay. Um, I was watching. They did. It was great. I, I, I flipped to it. And they cut to one of the interviewers where the interviewer was running. So she like oh, couldn't even oh, really catch cool. her breath. Like a horse after the Kentucky yeah. Derby. I saw yeah. that one video where the dog was running. That was cool. Could you imagine running for fucking five hours and then having like a dog run? And that everyone's like, damn, that dog's awesome. I think that dog was even just lost. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think like, it was in the marathon. It was just like that's the course of its normal day. Everyone's just like, that dog is so cool. All you idiots who ran. You just can't ever be cool mm-hmm. as cool as this dog. Shout out Des Linden though, recurring guest apartment ticket. Dogs are I think she, 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 she finished in I think sixth place. Uh, no, so no, cool. we don't we don't associate with losers. Sixth place, she won sixth place. <laughs> no, she was actually a great guest. Uh, and then my other who's back is business decisions because Draymond hurt his hurt his finger, hurt his finger when mm-hmm. everyone on the Warriors got hurt, and all of a sudden he's not going to play. Uh, for a while as well. Did you see the Warriors starting lineup the other night? Here's the names: Kai Bowman, Jordan Poole, Glenn Robinson the third, Eric Pascal, Willie Cauley Stein. That's their starting five. Mm-hmm. Damn, life comes at verbal meme. Warriors with Kevin Durant and Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Draymond Green, and it's a picture of Baker Mayfield in August. Warriors with Kai Bowman, Jordan Poole, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and it's a picture of Sad Baker with his mustache. Is it is it time for Steve Kerr to have a back injury? Hmm, interesting. It might be. Now's the time to take a break until Curry comes he back. T- he learned hey, from the best. Another Easy. verbal meme. It, just a picture of the roster. Record scratch. You're probably wondering how I got here right now. <laughs> I can't say I'm not happy. Are you happy? I'm happy. You can't say you're not happy. That means that you are saying that you. Happy. I'm happy. You're very happy. I am happy. I'm pretty happy too. It's pretty. It's pretty awesome. It's it's happy. Mm-hmm. It's listen. So we had enough warriors. Which finger was it for Draymond Green? That makes a difference. The middle it, finger. It was his gouging finger. No, he was he was giving the middle finger to Kevin Durant when he was on first take. Was he really? Yeah, that was it. And they heard it. Mm-hmm. He just gave it the whole time. Um, Kevin Durant, come on the podcast, Hank. I texted him. Hank texted. You texted your boy Kevin Durant. He got his number. Where'd you get it from? Connects. Wait, did he text you back? Nope. Nope. Did he like? <laughs> he I let- texted him. Ah, uh, that's a nope. I texted him. I was like, "Yo, it's the it's the baby back bitch. So I won't come up to you. Like, <laughs> come on the pod. We're right near MSG." Yeah. Uh, and then, like six hours later, I liked the message just just in case. That's thirsty. Just because sometimes. So thirsty. Yeah, but the thing is, it works. Sometimes when people text me and they like it, and I like, I'll, I'll forget it, and then I'll see uh-huh. the like. I'll be like, "Oh, my bad." Yeah, Liam does that to me when I ignore him when he asks me to do stuff. Right, mm-hmm. which is I was like, Big Cat, should I like it? And he was like, Well, when Liam does it, it's annoying, but I usually respond. So I was like, All right, let's see what happens. Uh-huh. Still so didn't answer. So he it. left you on red. Maybe I'll hit him with an exclamation point tomorrow. He, Kevin Durant, shout out Kevin Durant because you have played this so well. You've made us look like absolute bitches. Wait, and he you- goes on first take. <laughs> he goes on everything. Did yeah, you, did everything. Serge Ibaka show. Everything. Did you actually text him he- or did you hit him with the Instagram DM? No, I actually texted him. Because according to Broussard, it's the same thing. No, he, no I yes, texted him. No, we've, done, we've texted him in multiple platforms. Because I've DM'd him too. Yeah. He's actually more responsive on Instagram. Yes, but he's put a direct text and he's nothing. 
All right, uh, let's get to football guy of the week. Uh, what? I have one question, so I just saw this uh, earlier, but I don't know if this is a football guy moves or what your opinion on this is. Dan Mullen's wife kisses every player on the lips after they get off the bus uh, of the game. That's mm. hot. I like that too, yeah. yeah. Is that's, there something wrong with that? That's great because she probably is like, Dan, you know that I do this with every player. Like This is because I'm, I'm like their mom. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but you seem to be really enjoying it. Definitely call her Miss and then whatever her first name is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Miss Linda. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So, Football Guy of the Week. We got a good week this week. Uh, vote for it at Pardon My Take. First up, Bill's head coach, Sean McDermott, for being asked what he was for Halloween and responding, a football coach. Fact. That is so great because football guys. Have no sense of humor. No, they don't. They don't get dressed up for anything. Halloween why might would, be. Why would they get dressed up? Halloween might be their least favorite holiday. They probably. I mean, they eat like it's Halloween every day, anyway. Right. They sustain themselves on like a couple milk duds spread out over the course Correct. of the day. Correct. Um, all right, Liberty QB Buckshot Calvert for being named Buckshot Calvert. Yeah. And uh, balling out. So yeah, you have to counts. become a football player if your name's Buckshot. Yes, you Can, absolutely. You can't do. be a nerd. Yes, you absolutely do. Um. We had Florida head coach Dan Mullen, so should we do both of those for the letting his wife cuck him um, with his team? But that's, that's all a, that's the a, name. It's a, for, a strong winning. recruiting technique, too. Right. It's like, like you get to make out with my wife right. all get in a single-file line. Yeah, every game. for free. So <laughs> shout-out him because he, he's literally a cuck for wins. Yeah. Um, that is, I'm looking at the picture right now. This is an absurd. This is an absurd thing that oh, happens. I'm pulling it up as well. I, I think we got to give it to him, Miss Megan. She is her all the way in of kissing every game. Miss Megan, part. come on, Miss Megan. I, I like it. Both of her arms around a player's head, and she's got. And he's player. like, "Get out of here!" Yeah, she, Miss Megan. I love it. Oh my god, she definitely too. Like when they get when they do the spring game, she's like, "Well, you know, I do it for every game." It's like, "Honey, it's a spring game." She's just been. <laughs> She's just been like savoring that taste. Like we got it. I got to do it. I got to do it. You know, I have to kiss every single guy on this team. Um, all right. So Dan well, Mullen for that. Which and- would you rather have? Would you would you rather get paid to be a, a player at one of these big time schools, <laughs> oh. or to be allowed to make out with your coach's wife? Because if I'm mad at my coach, the yes. ultimate thing is like, well, guess what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go put my tongue in your wife's yeah. mouth after practice. Hey, guess what? <laughs> Saturday morning coming quick, Coach Mullen. Yeah. I'm gonna be making out with yeah. Ms. Megan just, in no time. I'm just gonna be tapping my wrist on my invisible watch at practice you, every time he makes me run a sprint. Yeah, do you think if he like <laughs> if he if he has some guy who should be a starter and he benches him, that guy goes really maybe does a dip with Miss Megan? He's like, I got you. And like Do the World War Two soldier yeah, at the yeah, parade right, with Miss right. Megan. In in yeah, Times Square. All right, so Dan That's Mullen That's better than a turnover chain. Dan Mullen for for allowing himself to be a cock for wins, and also he said he uh, learned to multiply by sevens be, uh, uh, by before learning any other numbers, so he could learn how to count touchdowns. There's no way this is true. Yeah, we'll just go with the Miss Megan thing. Dan Mullen for being a, a willing and uh, able cock. All right, and then last, Drew Brees for his awesome pregame speech to Purdue, who then beat Nebraska. I gotta say. I'm done making fun of Nebraska. 
it's sad. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm done. It's not even fun anymore. I feel bad for Nebraska fans. I genuinely feel bad for, for the people who are diehard Cornhusker fans and listen to this podcast. This is me coming in peace. There are no more jokes. I feel bad. It is tough. I thought this was going to be the year, no. too, for him. I thought, <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be the year. Yeah. Because Scott got, Frost is a fucking awesome because, coach. I, I thought he was. Because the hype machine got behind a 4-8 and eight team and ranked them in the top 25. Insane. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, says football guy of the week. Vote for it. Vote for it. Football guy of the week. Get part of my take. Uh, PFT, last ad before we finish up the show. Do you have one more ad? I have one more ad. Yeah, I want to talk. Shall I take your order or do you need a minute? Ah, yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. Okay, let's wrap up with a couple segments real quick. We got a hurt or injured Nate Diaz. That was an awesome W... Or, uh, I almost said UFC, WWE. yeah. Well, The Rock was there. UFC, except for the fact that they called the fucking fight early. And I know this is crazy to say... But Nate Diaz is the type of guy that I actually like his chances the more he gets the shit kicked out of him in the first three rounds. Yeah, it wakes him up a little bit. Right. It absolutely does. And it looked like his right eye you had taken like a slap chop to it. And he yeah. had these two cuts above it and below it. And the doctor called it off. The little nerdy doctor was like, no, this guy can't fight. And where Nate Diaz was like, no, I have not yet begun to fight. And I take his side in this because the fight well, was... Did you just give him a, an accent of... Weird. Did you say? Did you just give him an accent? I have not yet begun to fight. Okay, that's for Nate Diaz. That was a regular accent for Nate Diaz. But I take his side because the fight was for the baddest motherfucker. Excuse me, baddest mother effer. Freaker. They couldn't say the f word on the on the broadcast on the broadcast team. But the baddest motherfucker belt is what they were fighting for. You need to have a bad motherfucker doctor, a special one brought. You need to have basically Jack Kevorkian brought in Mm -hmm. to be the official doctor for the BMF belt. Because you can't oh, disqualify for that. You're you not ha- a bad motherfucker. You have the kid who kept on getting arrested for pretending he was a doctor. Boom. Remember there that 16-year-old? Yes. Who just kept he, on saying he was a doctor? He's he should addicted. have been the doctor. Or just James Franco from tw- 127 Hours. Yeah. Because he so, sliced his arm off. So my the big question is, and it was a, it was a good card except for that ending early. And this, the, the other co-main event wasn't great, but there were some really good knockouts. The big question is, can the Mecca handle the UFC because there was some word on the street that that fight doesn't get stopped in Vegas and New York isn't really used to MMA the way that Vegas is. Mm. And that fight got stopped too early because the Mecca can't handle UFC. Well, I I would say after years of having the Knicks play there, they've probably seen a lot worse. Correct. They've probably seen a lot more ugly. And the most recent like big fight was a Tyson Fury fight in Vegas when his eye basically fell off. Correct. And he continued fighting. Would have been stopped in New York. That's yes. an interesting take on it. Uh, I did like the prelim between the Black Beast and the guy from Bulgaria, mm-hmm. the dude that had the hole in his sternum from when he got stabbed in his heart. I thought it was a belly button. Everyone's like, dude, he got stabbed. He got stabbed. So yeah. he he got into a bar fight in Bulgaria, mm-hmm. stabbed in the heart. He pulled the blade out of his chest, walked outside, hailed a cab, got in the cab, went to the hospital, 
checked himself in, and then basically passed out for three months. And that's the guy you think you could knock out. And, and he was in Kimbo Slice videos back in the day, which is like oh, the ultimate street cred. Like yes, one of the original is. Kimbo Slice videos. Backyard? Yeah. Damn. If I see a man that has been sta- that has a, a stab wound on his heart, and I have to fight him, about I'm out. See ya. No, no, thank you. He had such a fucking iron jaw too. He was just taking haymakers. He looked that like that UFC he, guys are the best. He was They're the best. He was bored with how hard he was getting hit. Yeah, he yeah. was bored during a, a UFC fight that he was losing. They're the best. Um, so yeah, it was a good card. Shouldn't have stopped the Nate Diaz fight. That sucked. Um, but yeah, overall good card. Last up, we have Parade Math. The, the Washington Nationals had a parade. Yep, on Saturday. And what was the math? They had a parade. It was the biggest, biggest assembly of people in the history of Washington D.C. No forget about chance. the forget about the aerial photography that shows that the Capitals had more people at the parade. March? This had more people than the Capitals parade. This you saw fake news photography. The Million Man March. That. I I I don't know about that. I haven't looked at the satellite imagery yet. So you just made it up. I just know it's that it was fact. as big. As, as the Capitals. The Capitals. One he, of the most synergetic uh, championships celebrations between teams that I've seen. District so, of Champions. Congrats for that. They shouldn't have done Look it on a Saturday, some. though. That was stupid. Yeah, the worst part about parades on a Saturday is that when you go to them, you're not missing work. Well, and that and everyone's watching college football and the, no one cares. Yeah, that's really... Like you need to... If you have a parade during the weekday, that's all that's on ESPN during the weekday. Mm-hmm. And so everyone talks about it and the clips go viral. I didn't even realize they were having a parade. Yeah. Plus then you get like a note from the mayor saying, I give you permission to miss work today. Some may Those say cool. if you have a parade on a college football Saturday, did you even win a championship? I would say that I those people so. are probably right. I don't think so. Yeah, they're probably I don't right. Think so you even won. World Series. We we did have the trophy <laughs> that we were carrying. Out I hate that stupid trophy. It's so dumb. It is a dumb, dumb trophy. It's so so dumb. Will you like it? Yeah. We we talked about this. You yeah, liked it. I like. like it? I've always liked the World Series trophy. Call me a baseball purist, but <laughs> you're you you just love it. You're what is it? Seamhead. All right, that's our show. We got some big guests coming up this week. We have the fan favorite John Rothstein to preview some college basketball, um, some Hall of Famers, some Hall of Famers coming up. Yep, multiple Hall, Hall of, of Famers, fa- Hall well. of Famers, Hall of Famers. Who's that? Who's that? Hank? Hall of Shamer. Wednesday. Who would that be? Wednesday. We don't have any interviews on Wednesday, Hank. Hall of Shamer on Wednesday. Heck, this Patriots loss is driving you insane. in the Hall of Shame. I feel like it was a person that got shamed pretty hard. What? Oh, we're not going to run that Wednesday, are we? Oh, okay. No, nope. a future guest. <laughs> okay, yes, is no, in the I Hall of Shame. Yes, it's, uh, he is. Yes, Hall of Fame and Hall of Shame. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Megan Mullen. Uh, if you want to call him on the show, maybe <laughs> yeah. Wednesday. <laughs> yes. Uh, Hang out with us and walk us in and out of the studio. Yep. That might be cool, too. I'm sure you're going to win football game of the week. I bet you we could, if we told Dan Mullen, Mm -hmm. we're like, hey, we will be Florida boosters. Like, not in the money sense, but in the, like, hey, we're going to boost you up. He would fly Miss Megan up here, and she would smooch us before every single podcast. Mm -hmm. And it wouldn't even go past that. No. It wouldn't. We would not get to second. Nope. Short I just stop, want that third smooch base. right right as I walk in the studio. Have a good show. Yeah. Mwah. And then a smooch afterwards on the way out, too. <laughs> yeah. A little book into the show. Well, guess what? I love you guys. Yeah. Mwah. Mwah. Check your testicles. Talking away. Though I don't know what I'm to say. I'll say it anyway. 
Today's another day to find you shying away. <laughs> oh, I'll be coming for your love, okay? Take on me. Take me. Gone. 